Welcome to another episode of Every 10 Day. This is D&D for families, young adventurers, people like us. That's where a dad plays D&D with his kids. Hello. Hello. Hi. Dad, yeah, you've really got to develop. And we're a friendly <laughs> bunch. <laughs> um, it's about 500 degrees in the conservatory today. So uh, if we have to stop to wipe our brows, that's why. That's it. Okay. Um, <laughs> last we left off. Last we left off. Right now, the three of you, um, Scarlett, Rowan, Wendell, <laughs> find yourself. You've been descending down an uncomfortably tight crack of rock for the last hour, hour and a half. Um, it's gotten pretty uncomfortable in terms of it's been like potholing at times where you are going sideways between two natural um, huge uh, slabs of like granite and you're going between a crack in them and so at times you've had to like change your angle and go at some really weird uh, postures to try and get through the, the, the rock it's pitch black there's no natural light here at all so you've been going, Wendell, the only one in the group without dark vision. You've been finding it quite challenging traversing this natural geography with, um, with no sight whatsoever. Um, you've definitely been heading down, having just faced various beasts in the caverns above, gnolls, a giant snake, um, a troll, I believe, that the gnolls had oh, yeah. like literally fastened to the wall and seemed to be in the process of, of torturing and charring parts of its body. Um, all of this has been in part of your escape from Kentish Keep the day before, where you uncovered evidence of mad experiments to try and mutate trolls already a race that can mutate and grow and, 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 and putrefy in really disgusting ways. But it seems that the powers of the province of Smythe are trying to, in some ways, harvest the one thing that they can exchange for gold, trolleys. And they're looking to try and artificially harvest trolleys in some weird experiments that you've uncovered underneath the keep. It's also where you re rescued your new friend, Scarlet from. Um, now, in a bid to continue the hunt for treasure, for gold, for items that might help you in each of your individual quests, um, you have come together. The most recent addition to the group, Wendell, actually came to your aid when your old friend, Maverick, overcome by a wicked sentient blade, ran off, just left you, fled into the dark of the night several days ago. Wendell, this new help to the group, um, has so far been able to offer healing aid and various other stuff. And so this ragtag bunch that you are, having known each other as you are for literally a few days, are finding some semblance of um, cohesion, some semblance of... Uh, what would you call it? 
like you're, you're able to come together and support each other in some of the, the fights that you've had. And now a degree of trust is starting to form between you as you venture down into the upper dark, that first stage beneath the surface where, um, who knows? I don't know whether any of you would have had much experience in the underdark, but it's, it's there that you find yourself now. You uh, squeeze yourself out of the uncomfortable crack between the rock, this natural crevice that you've been crawling down for hours now. And you find yourself, you find some solid ground where you're no longer suspended, literally pressed between two walls, but you manage to put your foot forward and you're leading that actually, aren't you? And in the dark, you put your foot forward and you find solid ground. And you yeah, squeeze yourself out and it's like out into the, uh, you find yourself, well, for you, it is pitch black. For you two, as you follow quickly behind, you come out into a massive cavern, literally hundreds of feet in every direction. Rough hewn walls, enormous stalactites come down from the ceiling and merge with stalagmites below. Dozens of feet in diameter. Natural boulders obscure your view of various corners and parts of this huge cavern that extends ahead of you. Who knows? Hundreds and hundreds of feet. There is a almost imperceptible starlight type of natural ambient light. It is exceptionally dim. For you it counts as dim light. Um, and it has a certain bluish glow, but it is coming from the far end of this cavern. So where you find yourself now for you is uncomfortably dark. You too, your dark vision is still operational. So you see this huge cavern ahead of you. Along and towards you, there's this, you can hear this hollow whistling of airflow that you can hear in the background. Um, here and there you hear dripping, sometimes the odd scuffling or skittering of a smallish creature or insect or who knows what else, finding cover from, from your presence. It is quiet, it is dark, you feel very alone. And above you, you get the sense, this real sense of millions of tons of rock making up the crust of the surface overhead. So, here in the upper dark, what do you want to do? <clears throat> the day really, is the day is yours. It's really dark down here. How you doing, Wendell? Well, uh, obviously not very well, but uh. Do you want to light a light a torch? No, I don't think that's very smart. So, do you want to hold my hand? Um, I'm good. I can see. Okay, it's really dim, but um. Yeah, there is like kind of a, a glow coming from over there, isn't it? How are we going? We should go that way. Yeah, I agree. There's nothing else in here. Okay. I don't think. All right. So, um, who's taking the lead? Uh, I will. Okay. So. As soon as I can see. Rowan, uh, your your sight is you have your dark vision going on, so all around you is dim light. Um, for you at this end of the cavern, it's still dark. 
Um, so you're going at half speed because of that. It's difficult terrain for you, just making your way. So um, you can go at like, you know, 15 feet every few seconds as you tentatively work your way through. Give me a survival check, please. Okay. Um, uh, um, 16. 16? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> you start heading into this vast cavern after just a couple of moments of walking together. What's the marching order? Are you working three in a line? Copy seconds. You're going like triangular, one of you uh, heading up with two behind, or like what's your, what's yeah, your kind maybe of... triangle. Yeah? So I'll go at the front and then these two behind. Okay, cool. Like a witch. Witch formation. All right. You start to walk out into this huge cavern. For you two, the view is spectacular and imposing. After just a few moments of walking, the, the ceiling above you opens up hundreds and hundreds of feet above you and disappears into sort of almost like a kind of mist here and there protruding out of the mist like giant black teeth you see stalactites protruding forward um, at one point you know one of you kicks a stone that goes rattling off into the into the dark and some bats you know fly out um, it is vast and for the first 10 minutes out into this cavern um, you feel that you are headed effectively towards the very, very far end of this cavern and this dim, bluish-purple glow at the far end. All right. Go ahead and give me another survival check for the next 10 minutes. It's just to kind of keep you on track. Uh, 10. And are you going for speed or are you going for stealth? Do you want to try... Normal? Just normal? Just normal? Yeah. Just head at a normal rate. Okay, cool. Um, so with no effort to sort of reduce noise or anything like that, I'd like perception checks all round, please, of what you notice as you progress through this. I don't notice anything right now. Um, neither. Six? Uh, perception, oh, is it 22? Um, 22, okay. Um, oh, with disadvantage, because it's dark. Sorry, so give it, give it me again. 11. Okay. <laughs> you're not sure whether you're alone in here or not. Um, this howling directionless wind for the most part but you don't it's not so much that you feel it on your skin it's just you get the sense of this huge vacuous chamber that extends that there is airflow clearly probably fed from the surface and as you were coming down that crack in fact you know that's where you know at times you would feel that the, the the wind going through your hair. Can I like tell which direction it's coming from? Yeah, give me a, a, a another survival check. Uh, twenty. Twenty, nice. Yeah, um, it's definitely coming from directly ahead of you. Oh, okay. Directly ahead of you, and from time to time you get this kind of musty, almost um, uh, what would it be like? Like if there was spores in the air kind of smell okay. that you pick up okay. the temperature you don't you're not able to kind of judge what the temperature is the same as the surrounding air okay. and there is a dankness there is a moistness in the air as well 
maybe that's what's creating this kind of almost humid cloud above you yeah. at the very rafters of this cavern. All right. Does anyone want to do anything as you progress? This is the time if you want to call it or if you want to talk about anything. Um, no, I think, I think we'll just keep going. Okay, cool. <coughs> so. Alright, it takes you, I would say, at the rate that you're going, with the, the darkness, with helping Wendell over obstacles. This isn't a nice flat floor, far, far from it. This has been carved from millennia of um, natural erosion from water, from um, minerals forming and stuff like that. So there's points where you have to sort of like, you're, you're going on the diagonal and you're holding on to, you know, you've got three point contact with the rock and stuff like that. There's points where, you know, invariably you're kicking loose stones and things like that. So there's, you're aware that you're, you're not progressing silently by any stretch, but your progress is seemingly unnoticed down here in this huge cavern. And after I would say about an hour walking through this huge cavern, your eyes start to adjust somewhat from only being able to see the, the, the gloom glimmer at the far end to there starts to become, like I said, an almost a starlight, but it's a bluish purple starlight that is weirdly illuminating all of you, your skin, the rocks around you. Is it still coming from uh, ahead or is it mm. like above? Yeah, ahead, oh. ahead. So the mist above also starts to take on this weird pinkish, light bluish hue as you as you continue to progress. After that hour passes roughly, approximately, obviously none of you got watches, you're not keeping track of time, but you know, the amount of time it might take you to have a short rest, patch up your wounds, that kind of thing. You traverse across the, the vast majority of this enormous cavern, probably a mile long. And at the other end, you notice there is this funneling in and you start to see, this is when you all see this lichen against the rock, these small little um, like moss-like um, adherence to the rock that is glowing softly and the whole um, the whole cave starts to kind of go down almost to, like an aperture towards uh, a more natural corridor out of this cavern I wish me I could grow that would be epic could grow glow oh. <laughs> no. I mean it did grow it used to be small when I was little yeah Take a bite out of that mass, if you think it glows all the way. <clears throat> Maybe, but I'm not gonna do it. Sprocket's just on your shoulders. This is great, Can you grow, Sprocket? Sprocket! Sprocket! Can you glow? I'm gonna try it. Don't poo yourself. <laughs> And some spores come out. <laughs> no, can't throw up, can't throw up. I'll try, keep trying. Okay. Oh. Right. <laughs> what are you going to do? You're going to continue? Yeah, yeah. Alright. You continue walking forward and the this natural kind of 
rock corridor that you're walking down, completely uneven, um, is now littered and lined with this glowing mossy lichen. Um, it gets much damper, and you notice. Well, I, you give me a survival check since you've got the best. You've got survival as a skill, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. Twelve. Twelve. There's a definite decline. Okay. And as you've been going across the previous thing, you notice you're 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 way further down, probably a couple of hundred feet from where you started over an hour ago. Okay. So this seems to be descending. I wonder if we're going to find anything in here, or if we're just like walking into I don't know death trap. For you, it's now dim light, and for you two, your dark vision is in that weird half adjustment from grayscale to colours and natural light um, that make it a bit weird like when your eyes start to adjust to the night time, but it's effectively dim light now, all around you. Okay. This natural corridor progresses for several hours, with you just following it down. There's points where there's drop-offs in the corridor and you have to, you know, help each other down no role necessary, you know, like sometimes six foot, even ten foot drops in the rock where you help each other down and continue your journey. The sense is of a descent, of a great descent into further darkness and further mysterious exploration. So several hours pass. Is there anything that you, during this time you want to discuss together or, or, or plan? Now's the time. I don't know what we're expecting. Has anyone been underground like this before? Because I don't know if we're just going to find the loot hanging around here. Well, uh, I've seen things like this. Not obviously as grand as this giant cavern, but I've been underground before. You have? Yeah, what did you find underground though? Because this doesn't seem worth it at all. <laughs> well, the thing is, normally when I get something, there's a little thing called sharing. And when you've got as many people as I had, nothing ever came to you. So you'd you'd have someone find it and call dibs because I'm not the looker, I'm not the finder. So you'd have like uh, the, the scout get all the stuff before us. And you know, it just became a big deal with what I had. And I got a few things like the blade and my cloak, but um, that's all I, that's all you I got. You mean the blade in your arm? Yep. What? How did you get it in your arm? Uh, uh I had to kind of... <laughs> oh! You sawed your own arm off? Not all of it. You can look, fingers right here. But are they your actual fingers? Look, if I if I put my arm in water long enough and someone... And it malfunctioned. Put, put some eels in there and my fingers, you know, they're only held on by the metal. Yeah, so there's no blood flow or anything. So it's just of course the there is. It just rotting <laughs> remains <laughs> of your arms. You've like no, I can still move my hand. Scooped all the innards out. <laughs> and and bleeding. No, it's just stuff. the flesh and bone that we didn't need anymore. We so what is in it to keep it fresh? The blood flow that's going through the veins. There's veins in your metal arm. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. You must have had quite a surgeon on your team then. No, it's just a lot of, and then. How Healing would you him. work the veins through the metal then? Healing. Like, oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. Wow. Make a deception check. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Uh, and make insight checks. Okay. 17. One. Uh, <laughs> 11. You are both enthralled Why? by this story. You're like, oh my god. It's like when your granddad tells you a story and you're like, really? It's like, That's crazy. Wait, so you did it yourself or did you have help? Yeah, I did it all myself. You did that all by yourself? Before That's I met most of them anyway. <laughs> Dang. Well, I didn't think much of you before, but that's really quite interesting. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, also you found quite a few things on our adventures that haven't been dipsed from you. Quite a few things, such as this potion. Oh yeah. The one they drank. Um, we don't need a playback player. That's not many things. <laughs> we were there. Well, Speaking <laughs> of, who wants this? Because um, I already have my own of healing other people. Well, I I can't heal other people. Me. I'll take it. That's for other people. Yes. Unless you don't have a way to heal yourself. I don't know. I'll give it to someone else. Okay, well we'll just use it when we need it. Um Yeah, we'll just keep strolling along. <laughs> really near you as you're all talking, suddenly you are all shocked by this large mushroom starts giving off this massive shriek. Just that what do you do Whoa! it's just a mushroom it's just a mushroom and it's literally just shrieking okay you kick it make an attack roll that was a reflex though yeah you kick it Uh, it's a reflex attack roll using strength yes 11 yeah okay that hits roll me some damage i don't roll damage it's five points of damage okay you kick it really hard and you just and you like kick the head off this mushroom and it just goes Don't look at me like it that. echoes down the corridor. This massive, high-pitched, like goat scream, <laughs> just, yeah. like, just echoes <laughs> down the down the. Cover Sprocket's eyes. Rowan, it, it's giving away our location. How could you do that? I'll give away our location. Are you going to kick me head off? I don't oh, think he meant to. <laughs> if something jumps out at you, you... that could look, have that been, been a hyena. Like it was a. It, it's a. It's a mushroom. Those are like different from plants, right? Yeah, they're more alive. Whoa. All right. Well, it was screaming <laughs> at me, and I thought it was about to bite me or something. It could have spores, probably. It probably had some sort of spore stuff that would have infected and gotten my lungs. I actually, have spore stuff, and you it continue actually... walking down. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It actually heals people. Right. Well, that thing probably. <laughs> Another one goes off really right. near, near you this oh, time, no, Scarlet. I, I These, the cap of these mushrooms, have got loads of little like holes in them. That's so disgusting. Yeah, and and it's out of them that they kind of like Twelve. scream. It's like they push, like they go, and it just makes this horrible. Twelves. Yeah, that definitely Five. hits. Alright, you kick this one and it keeps screaming at you. Right, okay, buddy, buddy, look, come here. I'll crouch down next to it. It stops screaming. Are you alright? Yeah. <laughs> hey, look, listen, it's, it's alright. really right. loud. <laughs> Calm down, oh, no, my arm blade is malfunctioning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna put my hand up to it and, and extend the arm blade into it. I'm still making an attack roll. Oh. Uh, ten. Ten, yeah, that hits. Uh,. Uh, 11 points of peace. Okay, you and it's stop. Oh. Another one goes off. It's like you're in a you're in a cops no, yeah, now. Yeah, it's all right. 
as you look around, you notice there's loads of these and they all start to go off until there is a cacophony of screaming all around you that echoes for who knows how many hundreds of feet. It is really loud, nothing but screaming. What do you do? What's the matter with you? Are you all right? What are you doing? Anyone doing anything? I'm good. We need to get out of here. If there's anything down here that's smart, it's going to use these things to find us. All right, let's just run. Okay, you run away from this cop. I hope you feel better. And as you run, you, you get to about 60 feet away from them. They all... They just didn't like us in their space. Well, two of them are dead now. Oh, one of them. Yeah. Two. No, the second one do. No, it didn't. Oh. Yeah, he stabbed it. Oh, right. <laughs> you get a lot of judgment, <sighs> Wendell. Look, we're gonna have to talk about how you treat mushrooms in the future. Oh, right. Okay. Well, that shouldn't surprise you because he's trying to get all of them blocked from this place, isn't he? That's his job, apparently. I'd like everyone to make a dexterity saving throw, oh, please. Oh come on! See, this is where your mushrooms gets us. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. What he said was a bit. Seven. Seven. Six. Fourteen. Okay. You both slip over. The lichen is not only on the walls, but it's slick and moist like moss on seaside rocks, like seaweed on the rocks. And so you both fall over. No damage taken, but the going is getting slippery and it's downhill. So it's worth bearing in mind. The corridor is staying roughly the same width. The corridor you're in now is roughly 80 feet in diameter, but it is not even like a, a wormhole. It is... It, it meanders and wavers. Massive crags of rock stick out from the wall. There are ledges that you, you have to step down like big steps. And there are massive boulders in your way. So the going is slow and rough for the next... Well, give me a survival check, please, since you're taking the lead, Rowan, on how well you lead your friends here. Uh, 20. 20. Okay, good. <clears throat> um, you still have a really good sense of of the direction you're headed in. And there are little branch paths and there are little cracks off in the rock that you could progress, but you choose to stay on the, in the main corridor? Yeah. Okay, great. As you as you continue down. Um, it gets darker and the atmosphere gets more cloying and heavy and humid with the moisture, obviously, from the fungus that are all around, the moss and the lichen, um, and it gets marginally brighter, such that it is still dim light. But here and there, you pass smaller glowing mushrooms adhering to the rock face um, that give off this sort of faintish blue glow. It's eerie, but beautiful as well, as you can continue down. Have I seen this kind of fungus before? Um, make a nature check. And, and tell me a little bit about how... You, you know when you just go, have I seen this before? Do you want to investigate? Do you want no, to go well, up and like look. have a closer look? Okay. Because that was... What was that? Nature. Yeah. So give me an investigation check. 20. Okay. Good. So Rowan just steps away from you two as you're walking through for a second and just goes over to look at some of these glowing mushrooms on the wall. 
and they hang from their cap hangs these these thin tendrils that sort of almost wave as if they were underwater as if there were a current guiding them but there isn't and you run your fingers along them look into them and as you run your fingers along them almost like harp strings but instead of it being music you hear Rowan Rowan you two don't hear this hello do you continue to put yeah. your fingers on the little tendril? Rowan, my love. There's a few times where you take your fingers away from them, and it goes quiet, and when you put your fingers back on them, you hear it says, Rowan, my love. It is, it is, it's me. Your fingers are in it, and you, you're tranced out now, right? <laughs> yeah. It's Sonnet. Cianthus. The Order of the West Grove is allowing me to talk to you. I hope this reaches you. I am sick. The incursion. It's the incursion, my love. I. And then that's it. What? No, like. You can reply to this message. <sighs> <clears throat> Sonny, my love, what is going on? I'm so sorry I've been away. I got separated from our plane. Please look after yourself. Um, I'm coming as soon as I can. Alright. Do I see her talking to the mother? <laughs> um, no, she sort of seems to be just you two both just see her go over to a mushroom. And just, and well, what would they see? Just be looking at a mushroom. Yeah. She high again. <laughs> she does seem like slightly tranced out. And what would your facial expression be like? Kind of like a bit of sorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, you both, you both notice that. Uh, what should we do? Here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> Not too weird. Is she gonna get a new tangled pet thing? <laughs> <laughs> I'll turn back around. <clears throat> My wife just spoke to me. That's a mushroom. <laughs> of course. No. Oh, oh, is that a? Are you like, are you like a higher species, like a mushroom you grew to from the ground? No. <laughs> is that actually? Your, did you just get married? <laughs> <laughs> no, the mushroom's not my wife. Oh. I heard my wife through the mushroom. Right. Um, and uh, oh, so she's in them. No, I don't know. It was like, okay, I think you know how like mushrooms can communicate between themselves and I didn't. I know I didn't. Oh well they can. Every well, every one of them is connected in a certain area. I think maybe it has something to do with that, but I don't know. <laughs> so you can talk to her through the mushrooms. They're like they're like strings with a can on the end. It's like <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe, but I don't know if I could do it again. Let me just check. I'll put my hands back on it. And what are you trying to do? Talk to my wife. But she said, she said, um, somebody was, Cianthus, Order of the West Grove, was letting her. And those words mean anything. Yeah. Oh, do I know what, who that is or what that yeah, is? Yeah, you know, Cianthus Heidenham is like the, the, one of the grand druids of the West Grove of, of the area that you live in. Oh, okay. 
So it's not on. Oh, sorry. The West Grove is more. It's closer to the Shroom Court. Okay, yeah, so yeah. it's it's a journey away from where you live, yeah. but it's like the, the name sounds like somebody important you've heard of before. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, um, I mean, whoever that person is, uh, it's, a, it's a familiar name, but they let her speak to me. But she's very really sick and said something about the incursion, and I don't know what that is. And I just want to help her. Remind me, what's your deal? What's um? <laughs> what's your deal? <laughs> What do you mean? What's what's my deal? So I your wife is like ill with something. Yeah, but you're kind you of saying it like it's a it's just some character in a book's backstory. I'm a real person. No, I'm my just deal to is uh, my trials and tribulations in my actual life. Thanks, Rowan. Uh, <laughs> but, no, I was just uh, yeah, that's yeah, maybe just a bit of a. So. Anyway, you want to? What are you asking? I'm asking because I, I, because I want to find out. If I can, um, I know how to, you know, remove sicknesses and stuff like that. I was just wondering yeah. if you're gonna uh, be talking to mushrooms and stuff like that. Uh, maybe it's, uh, maybe you could use my help with your wife. Yes, that would be helpful. Actually, I didn't. I forgot that you could heal. Um, but I don't know what the sickness is, and I. <clears throat> I hope that it can be healed by someone like you. Right. Uh, what were you going to say, Scarlet? Well, you'd have to go into that place you don't like. I, it's not that I don't like it. Oh. I'm fine with I'm fine with most outer planes. And, you know, I've, I've been across the multiverse. I've seen countless different <laughs> things wow. before. Impressive. Uh, I've seen... Okay. No, I'm joking. Uh, yeah. Well, why are you trying to block it up then? Uh, because, you know, this Here we world... Go. No, no, listen. <laughs> yeah. This world is fine the way it is, and when, when things from other worlds come in, it just, it feels wrong. It feels, mm. it feels like that needs to be put right, and they need to, they need to get back <laughs> home. Thanks, I'm right here. Thanks. So, so you saying, don't want me in this world? No, I'm saying you probably don't no, like you being in this world. world. I don't I'm fine. Mind already I'd rather you. have the freedom to choose where to be than be forced into one place. I want to get back to my wife. That's my... See, it's like I've never spoken to something that can actually speak back to me about this kind of thing. Yeah. Normally oh. I see something and it's like something my brain can't even comprehend. It's just trying to destroy things. Yeah. Well, there's some of us little folk that... Uh, don't mean any harm, and we just want to. Well, I didn't choose to go between planes, it was an accident. Well, great, because I'm trying to right that wrong. But I'm saying I'd rather have the freedom to choose where to be than be forced into one place. Like you're trying to do. I'm not trying to. <coughs> no, I'm not trying to argue with you, love. I oh. understand you, you have your motivations, and I respect that. Um, just, he's just trying, trying to, to keep the perfect world perfect without any. Oh other no, people. it's not perfect by any means. Oh. That's why I, I still, you know, there's trolls and stuff that very native to this place. But uh, I think anyway, I don't know. I'm not the. Maybe you should, um, like divert your attention to ridding the world of the wrongs that are already here than trying to keep everybody out. Well, last time. Yeah. That's just a that's just a recommendation. I I can't tell you what to do. 
And if you're determined to do this thing, then... I'm not gonna trap you on one side or the other. You've got the... <laughs> it sounds, it sounds like jolly it. well like you're I'm gonna... Not, I'm not going around killing all sorcerers who who know how to uh, tr- take you to some place, but I'm trying to, you know, when there's a portal that's always open, let's maybe close it instead of leaving leaving it to draft. Well, the thing is, like, the portal that I came through, that's probably still open, and if you closed it while I'm still here... Sorry, did you say probably? Probably. That does pique your interest when she talks about coming through a portal. I've already heard of uh, mm. Um, yeah, well, if you closed it, then you're trapping people on this side as well, and you can't possibly trap down everybody that came through that one portal. Well, I've just found one. Yeah, but I'm one, and you don't know who was there. Um, oh, well, when I came through, nobody else came through with me, but I'm just oh. saying, maybe other people have, and you trap them on the wrong side. Oh, well, yeah, that's true. You'd have to go and look every house in that If other it's place. your It's not like I'm... There's no... I don't think there's a way to destroy these things. These things were forged, like, at the very beginning of time. It's like, they... I don't understand how they work exactly, but they were probably really old, and none of my magic will put an end to them forever. If you don't know about them, maybe you shouldn't be messing with them if you really don't know. You've just said you don't know. You know, you So how do you close them if your magic can't? It's a bit of a ritual. A ritual. But it just seems that you don't really, you haven't really got all sides of the story and you're just trying to make a decision for a lot of other people when it's not really your decision to make. But we can move on. At this point, at this really point your conversation anyway comes to a hiatus because you come to another natural ledge. Whoa! At the end of <laughs> your chat and then you're like, whoa! As you all look down, whoa, you get that slight, you know, um, it's that feeling of vertigo feeling as you look over had you been too much engrossed in this conversation you might have all gone over you're looking down a roughly 40 foot drop just a, a drop in the in the corridor as it continues and straight ahead now at eye level the ceiling has come down and ahead of you is all you see ahead of you is stalactites natural mineral formations dripping and the whole corridor kind of goes down it's a sheer 40 foot drop what would you like to do I don't do your thing jump down go across there. your thing you know wait so is there another side of this drop or does it just literally just it's a I'll, drop? I'll, I'll i'll show you what it's sort of been like right? so So this is where you sort of find yourself now. Okay. Who's that? Oh, no, it's just a figure to give you a sense of scale. Why is there only one of us? So do you see what I mean? The ceiling the ceiling's come down and now you're at a you're at a you're at a I've got no arms. A natural drop. Um I'm never drawing you a diagram ever again. Um so what would you like to do? <clears throat> we left uh, our rope up there. I have some rope, don't I? Yeah, she, you, you, gave, you gave me some yeah, rope, I think. Foot, right? Didn't we just use that? For Is you? your rope breeding? <laughs> I want everyone to keep track of their rope inventory. <laughs> what? Okay, who used their rope to get down into the upper corridors where you fought the thing? So you have no rope. 
And then we used Harvard to get down that big drop, no? Uh, I thought we did like, um, when we got down that drop, it was a mixture of things. Yeah. I don't think you got rope. I think we did. Yeah, we've got new rope. I feel like Where? we found 50, we found 50 meters foot of, foot of rope and... I'm not so sure. I'm sure. 50 meters? Whatever. 50 uh, meters of rope. <laughs> <laughs> and get foot um, then. Well, okay. I don't know. You tell me, but you've really got to keep track of your... Yeah, when we use rope, we need to cross it off. Absolutely. Oh yeah, I do have 50 foot of rope. Okay. Okay. You know what? I'll, I'll climb down first. You're gonna climb? Yeah, sure. Okay, so every 10 feet, I'm gonna need an athletics or an acrobatics check if you wanna try and climb down this. It's gonna be athletic. Okay, give me the first 10 feet then. Uh, 15. <laughs> 15. All right, that's good. That's the DC you make. It's like there's a few times you start going down, you just, oh, but you manage the first 10 feet. Um, this next bit, it goes in slightly. So the DC on the next 10 feet will be slightly higher because you, you're now going to be oh. going a little bit backwards as you climb down. Horrible. So the DC is slightly higher. Go ahead and give me an athletics. Okay, uh, 15. Okay, so as you <laughs> as it kind of... 15? Yeah. Uh, okay, the DC was 17 now. So at this, you start to... Like your feet hang out and you are now holding no. on with your feet hanging and you're like reaching with your feet to try and find a foothold on this slightly inward sloping wall. You're like <sighs> um, staying in that, this same second 10 feet section. Give me another athletics to see whether you can find a foothold. Nice, no problem. You do, you after a while. <sighs> okay. I'm all right guys. So now you are rolling for that second <laughs> 10 feet again, please. You drop. Nice. That's it. As you go down, you're like, ah. and then fine. one of the one of the handholds, ah, and you, and you, yeah. you fall. Guys, I'm still alright. You're not saying that as you're falling, <laughs> guys. I'm still alright. <laughs> like literally, you see um, Wendell just. Oh shit! Um, you take eleven points of bludgeoning damage as you <laughs> land down. Not too bad. I fell further. Are you alright? Okay, yes. what are you what are you guys doing? I'm gonna jump off and uh face step the like when I'm like thirty feet from the ground I'll face step to the ground. I could just catch you. It uh, would no, no he can't, he just <laughs> broke his arm. <laughs> I'm fine. Cool. Um okay, you do that, you do jump that? off, yeah. you still take a point of bludgeoning damage because of velocity. So you're still falling uh, and then face stepping. So there'll still be a little thing as you take one yeah. point of bludgeoning okay. damage just because it's a risky one to do, but you manage to do it. And we can both catch Scarlet. <laughs> okay, yeah. Scarlet, how do you yeah. want to yeah. try and get there? And we'll be there if you fall. My like, right. No, we can't race I don't have anything to... Okay, just jump off and we'll catch it. We'll catch. Not... We'll take the damage for you. Like, do we have anything to stretch out? We can catch her. Six feet. My shield. How, how do you want to try and get down? <laughs> I'll climb. Ignore these two. I'll climb. No. And then if I've slipped, She's then you can herself. catch me. Okay. Okay, so we're going to do this. There's four ten feet sections because it's a long way. It's like height of these houses, right? A height of our house yeah. down. So the first 10 feet give me acrobatics <laughs> our feet or... Aren't, our houses aren't 40 feet tall. Roughly. Are they? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, foot's, <laughs> foot's that, right? So yeah. 40 of them, easy peasy. Um, so for the first 10 feet, um, give me athletics or acrobatics, your choice. Um, okay, I'll do acrobatics. Um, 10. 10, okay, you kind of... <laughs> 
kind of try to swing off the edge and like find a foothold, you immediately slip. <laughs> the slickness of the lichen and you <laughs> fall down. Oh, I'll catch you. Okay, so where we're going to do this is you make a dexterity saving throw <laughs> and you make contested dexterity checks. Because you don't just catch somebody coming at, uh, down. But so if she does well, then we don't catch her. Just roll. Hmm. It doesn't make sense. I don't. It does. Don't keep those in the ground. Where does it say dex? I always lose the. Oh, wait, are you doing saving throw? Yeah. yeah, give me a dexterity That's saving throw. Oh, and then right, you right. guys give me strength or dexter or, or athletics or acrobatics checks, please. Do we get any kind of aid because we're doing it together? I got four. Okay, so one of you make an athletics check. I'll make check. athletics. I've got really high. Okay. And you're helping him. So roll to see whether you help. Ten or more you do. Yep. All right, with advantage, give me acrobatics. Uh, athletics. this, not a slanted thing. This isn't slanted. It is. Nice. Uh, 27. 27. Okay, what Yay! did you roll? Four. Four. Okay, cool. Um, all this means is her saving throw is whether you take some damage from the way she lands on you. So Wait, we're both catching her. You catch her, yeah, you both catch her, no problem. Uh, between you, you take three points of bludgeoning, you take five points of bludgeoning <laughs> oh, as she lands. It's literally a moving target coming at you really fast, so it hurts. But yeah, you get caught, you're okay. Rather than anyone else. Sorry, you had to. You're all right. Oh, I'm fine. Thank you for catching me. Would anyone like this potion of superior healing? Oh, wow. <laughs> She's so polite. I'll just heal myself. I'll, I'm going to heal myself five hit points. Okay. Five I'll hit points suffer. back. <laughs> All right. And everyone's spell slots are restored, so you as a sorcerer should remember that because you had a long rest up top. I think I did. All your spell slots are back. Um, yeah, but I used one to fight the snake. Ah, oh, that's right, you did. Yeah, cool. Well done. Nice, well remembered. Yeah. Um, all right. Good. So, you are now back down on the floor. Here it's become much more rocky. So it takes some traversing and, and the you've noticed any kind of natural pathway through is much harder for you to discern. So I'm going to need a survival check for you in this now lower portion of the cavern to find like the ideal route through. Did you say nature? Or, or survival. 24. No problem. So right down the middle, there is where obviously over thousands of years water has cut through kind of a natural almost stream the water is no longer there but there is a kind of a, a way for you to traverse lots and lots of small pebbles you're you know kicking away and stuff like that but you begin you continue your journey down here and there there are many many more of these glowing mushrooms and in now this deeper section you see larger ones some of them two or three feet tall these big almost translucent jellyfish looking heads to them long tendrils waving in some imaginary or some breeze that they can discern it looks like anyway or maybe they are feeling for microbes and things to eat if they didn't look like jellyfish this kind of looks like where i sometimes sleep in the in the fey wild i just like put my head down and um, you know blend in with a mushroom uh yeah just be careful not to Hush these things too much. There's gotta be. But they was the ones that let me speak to my yeah, wife. Yeah, but you're. Yeah, I'm mostly talking to Scarlet. You, you should be fine with this. What can oh. you do? <laughs> can you just ask them where to go? Ask Which way? Are the, the mushrooms. Ones? You talk to them. Okay, let me try. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
gonna touch a mushroom. Okay. <laughs> I don't have any spells. Wait, let me see. Speak what are you going to try and do? I'm just going to try. I'm just going to be like, I'm Mushroom. Which way? Wait, what is up ahead? Which? How do I navigate this cave that you abide in? <laughs> well, actually, he wouldn't really know because he hasn't moved anywhere. You actually do get something pop into your head, and you're not sure whether it's the mushroom is the source of it, mm -hmm. but you get. A word come to you, a single word. Silafir. And you're not sure whether it's a, just a sound you heard? Yeah. Or whether it's something that popped into your head, or whether you're overthinking it. Mm -hmm. But you hear something that's like almost like a whisper. Did you just say it was Silafir? Yeah. <laughs> Don't lie. I'm joking. <laughs> oh, well, um, I think this, this fellow here. Maybe, or I'm making it up. Should we take one of them? Does with anyone us? know what silly? Does that no be like, dead? No, like die around in the soil. Out. No, because they're all connected. So all there's no soil. They're like yeah, they're clinging to the rock and, and the moss. <laughs> kind of you know what I mean? Yeah. They're wedged in between. Um, we could take them like lanterns. Does anyone know what silly means? No. Anyone want to try a history check? Uh -uh. Or uh, um, if anyone wants to, um, I'd say. Oh, do I know what it means? Um. History or religion? I do religion. Have you got it as a skill? Yeah. Great. No, don't Eleven. Oh my god, my intelligence. No. Alright. We're not taking them as lanterns. You've killed enough mushrooms. No, that won't kill it. Yes, it would kill it. You literally Have you ever had a plant at home? <laughs> no. No. Bang. Do you have plants then, Scarlet? I've mainly been in a boat. Oh, so maybe I don't really have time, but I know how plants work. <laughs> yeah. I did go to school. But I mean, mushrooms aren't plants, remember? Well, yeah, but they're of a sense. They're actually similar to um, humans, and they are to plants. I learned that from Daddy the other day. <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> Jack humans are... Uh, uh, well, they're even more similar to me, obviously. <clears throat> <Yeah>. Sorry. <laughs> you hurt your feelings. You did? Man, this guy's awkward. <laughs> Let's give this guy some social skills lessons. He... I've become my own You don't know where he's from. Now. Come on, we have to be nice. Yeah, yeah. 14 to hit? Oh, no, not a Tyler. Okay, as you're walking along talking about the differences between plants and fungus, you hear right near you. And on the floor, as you look down, do you look to see what's just funked down next to you? There's this long, slimy, roughly, I'd say this long, slimy thing that it's what you might describe as a tail ends in like a point. Yeah. And it glistens like the way the stone here glistens. And it's like a giant, almost like a giant maggot, except one end's really pointy, one end's really fat, and it's got a big bulbous yeah. red eye. And yeah. these three teeth, right, for clinging on, the rest of it is just this pulsating flesh like but stone coloured mm -hmm. completely camouflaged with the stone around and as it lands poof, near you it just starts to slowly sliver away <laughs> mm. oh, do away. I know what this thing is can I make a like a no, you have no idea you've never seen anything like this before I'm kind of well versed with like... I know I understand how well versed you are this one I'd say absolutely you've probably not been in the upper dark so um no. Uh, and it just starts like, 
Yeah. And sliver away. I probably shouldn't let that thing, you know. I'd like everyone to roll initiative, please. Uh oh. Nine. Oh, whatever, 11. <laughs> so 11, so Scarlet, uh, then, what do you roll? Nine, Wendell, six? Mm -hmm. Okay, Rowan, okay. This is what happens next. Uh, 18 to hit? Uh, yeah. Okay, the very next thing that happens is something slams into you, sharp and just slams straight down oh. into you. You suffer. General. <laughs> uh, this has fallen 30 feet, so you take um, eight points of piercing damage as a similar weird, like this this weird giant stone coloured sharp maggot just drops onto you and just pierces ah! down into you. Ah! Um, and it uh, is. Opportunity attack because it attacks her and she's standing next to me. Go ahead. Uh, that's. 21 to hit. Ooh. 21? Yeah, that definitely hits. Uh, 7 points of slashing. Alright. A second. That's the PlayStation 2. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's... A second. Okay, you hit that one. Uh, 7, did you say? Yes. Okay, great. And at that, for you, Scarlet, the next thing that happens uh -oh. to you is uh, 19 to hit. Does that hit you? Just, yeah. Wait, no, 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 it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't. It does hit! But, oh, right, sorry, sorry, I was reading my own thing. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay, 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 okay. At that, as you watch this happen next to you to Rowan, like this thing, she's slightly in front of you and you see this thing just drop into her and then it kind of just flops onto the floor. Uh, you hit it, bam, as it's on the floor. And as that happens, you feel a tendril come down this, like this, this horrible gelatinous tendril comes down and grapples you, like starts to tie, tie you up. Now, hang on. Also what happens, um, 11 to hit, 25 to hit. You similarly, a tendril comes and wraps around you as well. Um, wow, that's great. So you two are both grappled now by this um, these tendrils, um, and you feel yourself, both of you, start to be pulled up in the air. Oh, you are literally pulled <laughs> up into the air. <laughs> the, um, Give me perception checks for fun as you look around to see what the hell has you. 14. Hang on. Hang on. No, 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 just 10. 10, okay, that's cool. The DC was 10, you both see this. As you like look around what's got hold of you, and you look up, you see a gigantic stalactite at the top and halfway down its conical length, there, it's like someone cut into it and there is a massive mouth that has opened in the stalactite. Either side of the mouths are these whipping tendrils, two of which have each of you two, and it is pulling you up towards this huge, like five foot wide, massive multi-tooth like a shark's mouth. Um, and further down its conical length towards its end, you see these huge um, 
completely orangey red eyes with pupilless eyes that are just sort of glistening in anticipation of a fresh meal, the first in a while for this creature. As you get reeled up 25 feet into the air. Help! <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's the, uh, that's this Roper's go. Um, you can attack, by the way, you can choose to attack the tendrils separately from the main creature or the main creature, which at the moment is um, now five feet away from you. Um. So, um, Scarlet, it's your go. You are grappled. What would you like to do? Can I just, so the, my position right is like I'm being pulled up and his mouth, the inside is right there, like that. Part yeah, you're like, you're like from here to the mirror from the mouth right <laughs> now, but it's above you. So you're being yanked up towards it. Drop down with the legs go. Yeah, I, I, there's only 25 feet. Can I cast fireball just directly into his mouth? Fireball! <laughs> yeah! Nice! Fire yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I'd say you have to sort of, you have to aim it behind it so that the blast doesn't hit you as well. Okay. But yeah, you do that. So, um, yeah, good move. Okay, um, so the rope is going to make a dexterity saving throw. It's got a dexterity of eight. Um, let's see, that's a nine, um, 18 on the saving throw. What's your spell save DC? Okay, as you kind of like hurl the, the, the little pea of fire and it explodes, this thing, the way it's attached is like a limpet to the ceiling and it, it sees what you're doing and it kind of like starts to like move away, you with it. It does explode and you do damage it, but it does kind of avoid the worst of the fire. So go ahead and roll your 8d6 damage. It will take half of this. Just all your red dice. As you literally are being yanked up, you just like... One, two, three, four, five, six. So 25, down. nice. So uh, 12 points of damage. Right. To... 25 got a knock. Cool. Round down. Oh, right. round. Yeah, yeah, you round, round down. Well, we'll say 13, for fun. Okay. Um... <laughs> all right. You all feel the burst of heat in this cavern as it is illuminated by the fire. Some of the moss and the lichen nearby ignites and starts burning as well nearby and around the ceiling. So there's now small fires everywhere as well as you do that. Um, do you want to do a bonus action or? Um, I can only do reaction, right? Because I don't have any bonus action. Okay, that's cool. Um, can I do a cast a shield? If you are attacked, you can, yeah. Attached. So it's, it's as a reaction. So you when you say oh, I right, want to do right, a reaction, so it's two something okay cool so like even if someone attacks you so like when that tendril comes down you could go shield like that okay. and you announce it on my turn uh what your reaction is okay. okay good all right so the fire this thing some of the lichen on this weird upside down creature is like on fire and charring a little bit um 
and it makes a weird, really high-pitched screeching sound uh, as it looks to evade the worst of the fire damage. All right, that's Scarlet's go. Wendell, you're up. You being hoisted 25 feet into the air, you feel the, f the, the beat of fire from Scarlet's fireball. What are you doing? I'm gonna make an attack against the tendril that's holding Scarlet. All right, cool. Um, make your attack. Can you reach that tendril? Yeah. Uh, 17. Unfortunately, that misses. Yeah, these tendrils, they're whipping around at a really fast rate. Um, and they have um, they have a really high AC. Okay. Um. Anything else you'd like to do? As you, with the arm blade, I assume. Yeah. As you like, and also it's because you are grappled, it's with disadvantage. So um, you go out to try and try and hit it, but just miss. Okay. Anything else? No. All right, Rowan, you're up. This thing has just pierced into you fallen to the floor <laughs> and it's like moving away from you somewhat. Okay, well first I'm gonna use uh, do my bonus action to use second wind. Okay. So I regain a bit. Okay, cool. <laughs> it's a spell. Wait. Okay, um and now I'm gonna go and shoot. What? Um I guess that little bug thing. The little bug thing on the floor? Yeah. Go ahead. Um, well, we have been kidnapped. <laughs> 24 to hit. Definitely hits. Don't me. 11 piercing. 11 piercing damage? Yeah. All right. Hang on a second. Let me just figure out this thing. Okay. Um, how much, sorry? 11. 11. Alright, like lets out a really high thing and then just keeps like getting away from you. Okay, <laughs> okay good. Is that it? Your uh, go? Yeah. Second wind. I just did that. What is second wind? Second wind was to regain hit points. Oh, sorry, it's not. I'm thinking action, action surge. Okay, cool. Alright, you get some hit points back, you shoot this thing and it sort of continues to crawl away. Um, top of the round. Those two piercers that have already landed head over and they take their five foot of movement to start climbing back up again. <laughs> uh, two more of them. Hang on. Move. <laughs> and now it's the ropers go that has you both. All right. It reels you both up, and it is going to go for a bite on one, two, three, you, four, five, six, you, four, you. It reels you in, and then goes for a bite on you. Ah, uh, fifteen to hit. No. Okay. Uh, it has advantage because you are grappled. Sure thing. Hang on. No, it doesn't. Sorry. Uh, no, sorry, it doesn't. That doesn't give it advantage on the attacks against you. Okay. Um, Okay, it goes to bite you, misses. It's gonna fire another tendril down at you to try and rope you in as well. Okay. That's a 18 to hit. Yeah. Whoosh, pulls you up, you're, <laughs> you're hauled up in the air as well. Okay. Um, okay, that's the end of the ropers go. Uh, Scarlet, you're up, what are you doing? You are all, all of you except Rowan, 
right up, pulled in right close to it. Its mouth is right there next to you. It's just kind of reached out like the way a shark's mouth does. The gums protrude to try and bite you. You kind of like, like managed to deflect it away. What are you doing? Um, uh, I guess just firebolt him. Firebolt? Yeah. All right, cool. That's an attack roll, isn't it? Yeah. All right, so make your attack roll plus six, d20 plus six. Um, 12. 12. The, the, you're able to successfully cast the firebolt and hurl the flame at it, yeah. even at this close, but its natural physiology is like hard rock. And so the flames almost seem to harmlessly kind of disperse across its stony skin. It seems to take no damage from your attack. All right, uh, Wendell, what are you what are you doing? All right, uh, I'm gonna cast Compelled Jewel on this thing. Okay. And make Wisdom save. Two. <laughs> it uh, has disadvantage on every other creature except me, uh, and hang on. Yeah, if it, it can't can't really move away from me or else it has to make a wisdom save or not. And uh let me just read this. Yeah, so it's basically if it attacks anyone else it has disadvantage. Okay, cool. That's my bonus action. Alright, what's your action? Uh I'm gonna do an arm blade on the some same tendril I hit. Uh, no, on let's do Rowan's tendril. The Rowan's one. tendril. Yeah. All right, go for it. Change the dice. <laughs> I already have. Unfortunately, it misses. These things are whipping around. They're really hard targets to hit, and you're already tied up in one. So it's it's really difficult for you at the moment to be able to target for this these tendrils to stay still long enough for you um keep trying all right end of uh wendell's go rowan you're up as you're being yeah. hoisted up into the air okay um i'm gonna take a shot at the actual thing cool are you using your bonus actions to reload by the way no i don't i know i do that every four because of the type of pistol i have so every okay. four shots i do that cool make yeah. sure you remember yeah yeah cool um okay this is uh 24 to hit. The main thing, the yep. main one, yep. you hit. Slay. Okay, that's not that good. Uh, seven piercing in total. Nice. I'll do uh, action surge. Okay, you and like and like loads of rock just explodes off of his head. Is it upside down? It's weird, <laughs> but you shoot this thing and a whole bunch of rock and stone of its natural tough hide breaks away. Action surge, you quickly reload and. Twenty. That's the armor class. Yeah, oh, you hit it. Okay. Uh, this thing okay. is well armored. Right, uh, nine piercing. Nice. All right. Starting to show somewhere. I mean, not not a huge amount, but you're starting to. You're definitely starting to hurt it. Let's put it that way. As you shoot it again near its eye this time, as more hide in this weird kind of purplish ooze starts to drip out of the holes you're making. Yeah. All right, that's your action surge done. Yeah, um, I'm gonna, yeah, I will use my bonus action to cast Healing Word on Scarlet. Thank 
Okay, go ahead. of your go? Yeah. Good. Nice round. As it on the rope's go, excuse me, it's Pierce's go. Uh, these two are just going to move a little bit. These two are still winding their way up. They are slow. Um, now on the rope's go, it pulls you up suddenly, jerks you up, uh, and let's go. Uh, yeah. okay. uh, Is that an attack? No, nope, just releases you. Just literally just lets you go. You take 11 points of bludgeoning damage as you uh, thunk well, straight actually, down onto the cabin floor. Well, actually, uh, okay, I guess I don't have time to do that. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's not a reaction, Misty yeah. Step, unfortunately. Yeah. So you fall down, 11 oh, points of bludgeoning. Or does my feather fall thing not do anything? No. Okay. If it's one use, that's a rope. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And... It's gonna bite one, two, three, four, five, six. You at disadvantage, right? Uh, wisdom save, please. Uh, five. It doesn't. Okay, it doesn't. So, does it mean it's compelled to bite you instead? All right, nice. It goes to bite you and then it's like, <laughs> bites you instead. Uh, that's a 20 to hit with the bite. Yep. All right, this huge, Jesus, this is some damage, I'm afraid, here. I can take This massive shark shark mouth looking thing but even bigger um, just crunches all around you that's actually pretty shit rolls two natural twos a three and a four seven eight nine ten eleven so eleven plus you take fifteen points of piercing damage as it crunches into your torso um, that's the end of the ropers go Scarlet you're up what you're doing I'm just gonna. I'll do burning hands on the thing again. Nice, burning hands. So that's a saving throw, I believe, isn't it? Not an attack um, roll. How it will say what the what happens to the target. Let's read it out. As you hold your hand, a thin sheet of flame shoots forth from your outstretched fingertips. Each creature in a 15 foot cone must make a dexterity saving throw. Nice. Yeah. All right, it fails the dexterity saving throw, so you hit it with all the damage. Remember, I think you do more damage at uh, the level you are now. So I'm not sure. It will what spell is this? Uh, Burning hands. When you cast no, it doesn't. Them. It's a first level. Okay. Um, thirteen. Holy. Okay. Nice. Okay. My spell ends. Your spell ends. Yeah. How come? Oh, I was to the end of. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, all right. You literally shoot it point blank. The best target. Your. Your friend is in its mouth, so you go for the eyes, and like it closes its eyes suddenly as you just, just char the rocky hide all around its eyes, and it screeches with you in its mouth. Um, that did some good damage to it. Still looking pretty healthy. Still looking pretty oh. healthy. So, um, at the end of your go, Scarlet Wendell, you're up. This thing has clamped down and is now releasing you to bite down again. Uh. What you gonna do? Uh, let's do. Let's 
gonna make an attack on it, I guess. Arm blade? Yeah. Go for it. Oh! I'm so sorry. Alright, you go for it. <laughs> you don't quite get the angle right, and your sword glances off its rocky hide. Um, yeah, you're not having the luck at the moment, I'm afraid. Any bonus action or anything else you want to do? No. Okay. You, Shield you, of Faith, that's right. Shield of Faith? What does that do? Give me armor class more. Nice. Okay. Um, is that a spell? Mm -hmm. Alright, cool. What, a bonus action spell? Cool. Alright, nice one. Alright. Um, Rowan, you get yourself up from the floor. You can see, you hear, as Rowan is like crunched into by this thing's huge. Oh, sorry, Wendell is bitten by this thing. What are you going to do? Can you tell me the detail? If I have a vial of acid, what can I do with that? What damage does it do? You can throw it at things. What damage does it do? It'll do like 1d4 plus something. And what if I put it on something and shot it? Would that do anything? It'd probably take you an action to do that. Okay. That's lame. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to shoot it. You use any grit or anything like that? I'm just saying, I'm just asking because I love it when you do, but you don't have to. I really wanted to be able to do disarming strike and make it um, drop them, but they're not objects, so I can't do that. Um, I'm what aren't objects? These two. Oh, okay. You could do that against the tendril. When you make a firearm attack against a creature, you can expend one grit point to attempt to shoot an object from their hands. On the hit, the creature suffers normal damage and must succeed on a strength saving throw or drop one held object of your choice. I'll totally allow that. Oh, okay, slay, yeah. Who do you want it to release? Um... Oh, look at her health. <laughs> I'm... look her. Yeah, okay, I'm gonna get it... well, but are you better close around? It's still holding both of them. It's got a tendril on each of them. Yeah, um, I'm gonna shoot... I'm gonna try, um... Wendell's. Alright, same AC, it's still a 20 AC on this um, tendril, yeah, come on, let's go but on. go for it. Yes, uh, 27. Alright, you, um, if you do its hit points of damage, it'll drop, you will literally hit the tendril. Its hit points? Read the effect again, the disarming shot, just, just read it out to me. The creature suffers normal, normal damage, yeah. and must succeed on a strength saving throw. Alright, go ahead. Yes. Okay, so normal damage is... Six piercing. Okay. And strength saving throw. Sixteen. Uh, what does that against? Your spell. Your, your spell. It's not. Your spell. My grit save. My grit save. Hang on, I've got that here. Okay, it's. Do you, what did you say? Sixteen. Yeah, it's sixteen. Okay, you shoot through the tendril. Half of it rips and you feel yourself loosen slightly, but you are not dropped. Um. Okay. Um, that the end of your go? Yeah, yes. Okay, good. In a second. Two piercers are going to drop on you oh, that have moved into position. I thought they had five feet of movement. They have. There's two that were up there that haven't dropped Is it yet. not too late to do something at the end of my go? I was about to say when you stop. Oh, go ahead. I just want to cast... No, you're fine. I'm going to cast... It takes his action, though. I'm going to cast Healing Word on uh, Wendell. What's the range on that? 60 feet. Fine, go ahead. Okay, wait. Uh, oh. Four. <laughs> nice. Well, it's some hit nothing. points, better than nothing. Okay, first is a seven to hit. Uh, no. Seventeen to hit. That just hits. Okay, you take. You suffer. Save your 
12 points of piercing damage as another piercer dra- drops onto you. Okay. The roper is also going to go with you for another tendril, 21 to hit. Me? Yep. Yeah. Okay, you literally want hands on you. Your legs get wrapped up and you're hoisted back up again into the air. Um, Roper's ghost, that's one of its attacks. It's going to try to bite you this time as it pulls you in can i shield now yeah absolutely good call so you add five to your ac i think it is with yep. shield yeah so your ac is now just for this attack five higher it's not just for okay. this attack until the beginning of my next turn okay till the beginning of your next turn great uh that is a natural three on the bike for a 10 to hit <laughs> so that misses you so as it goes to bite you your shield helps uh repel the attack from it your arcane shield uh, and it reels you all the way up, so you're all near its mouth, Hi. and not, it's all it's <laughs> all happening. It's all happening. Hey guys, <laughs> the hell, uh, Scarlet, you're up. What's you doing? Um, uh, I'll just I'll just do fireball again. Fireball, okay. The fireball? fireball is a counter. Oh, no, I've got one left. No, no, yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> okay. Uh, so D20 plus six for your fireball attack. Um, nice. 26. Natural 20. Yeah, natural yeah. 20? Yeah. Nice. Okay, so do your firebolt damage. Remember, I think that goes up, doesn't it? At fifth level. So it's 2d10. 2d10, and then double it. Because you rolled a natural 20. Mm-hmm. Um, eight. um, 16. Okay. Nice. Now we're talking. You double both dice. I double both. No, I, I did. I got eight and then I doubled it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you rolled, did it right. You, you did it right. I rolled. You rolled the two and then. Actually, no, we don't double, do we? Didn't I do a new rule where it's like you roll and then you get max. the max? Yeah. So actually, you she get got, 20. So, so what did you roll? I rolled a two and an eight. So it's 30. No, no, damage. I rolled a six and a yeah, two. Yeah, no, she added it up, right? She was, yeah, she, she did it. It's fine, yeah. it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. So eight, eight damage <laughs> plus 20 damage, yeah. basically. So 28 damage in, in actual fact. <laughs> I love that crit rule. Right, you literally, as you're like hoisted up, it's right here, and you just like splash it straight into the fire, straight on it. Um, 28, uh, okay. This thing's now looking hurt. The fire has gotten into some of the past wounds, some of your gunshots and everything, and it is like shaking and oh, sorry. convulsing uh, I was going to do an uh, opportunity attack with it, just hit. hit um... Oh, because of the bite? Yeah. Go ahead, make your opportunity attack. Dude, your D20s are sucking today. It's because so you're rolling sorry. on this. Roll on this. Yeah. It doesn't change, change She's right. Change the luck, dude. It doesn't change. It's still an ace. It's still that shitty dice. <laughs> okay. Uh, Scarlet, you're up. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> All right. Uh, your opportunity attack goes wide. Uh, Wendell, you're up. It's your go. That's I'd your like reaction. I'd like to attack dude. it because I can't do anything. <sighs> you get so I'm easily so fed up. Yeah. Come on. Uh, this is exactly no, what I felt at early levels, mate. Okay. It's alright, it happens to all of I'm us. I'm not angry, just, just annoyed. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It was early levels, remember? Yeah, yeah, it's true. Um, okay, uh, so Rowan, you're up, what you doing? Yeah. Okay, I'll shoot it. Bonus action this round is to reload, remember? We're true, in round four. True, 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 so true. Bonus take your shot. No, I missed. Okay. 
it's chaos up here. The three of you all at weird angles, being you know, with the tendrils all around you. This thing now on fire and, and debating whether to just drop you and try and get away or try and finish one of you. He yeah. wants a meal badly. Uh, Do you, if I use a healer's kit, does that regain hit points or is it just to stabilize? Just to stabilize. Okay. Unless you've got the healing yeah, skill. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, feet, I mean, yeah. Okay. Uh, piercers aren't going to do anything on this round because they're with you, so they, they can't drop. drop. No, exactly, they can't. Thank you. <laughs> Don't be in rules mode, be in gameplay mode. I'm not, I wasn't, I was just agreeing. Uh, the roper is going to bite one or two, three or four, five or six. Six. It's going to try and bite you. Lucky day. Thank God it wasn't me. 22 to hit. Yeah. Oh, man. It sees you as the, the weakest. Oh, jeez. He's not the weakest. 20 points of piercing damage. Okay. How are you doing there, big very, dog? Very low. Okay, it bites again into this massive mouth, sharp mouth, just like, and you hear, as it, and it opens its mouth again. It wants flesh. Um, Scarlet, you're up. What are you doing? Can I give Rowan this potion? Of Rowan's. <laughs> <laughs> Wendell. Yeah, no, no, she's talking about me. Yeah. Oh, right, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, you can heal yourself. So, bonus action. Toss. Yeah, yeah you passed healing potion across. <laughs> you can okay. take it on your round okay. as a bonus yeah. action. Okay, what's your action this round? Um, I just fireball again. Okay, go ahead. Make an attack roll, d20 plus six. Oh, man, nine. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Fortunately, it goes it goes wide this round. <laughs> Taking a turn for the worst. Uh, Wendell, you're up. What you doing? Uh, Having just suffered another bite, you get the sense. I can't take another one of them. No. Uh, fine. I'm just going to heal myself 15. Okay. This glowing light illuminates the nearby rocks as you as your wounds. Start to close. This is actually how one of my friends died. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you about it when we get down. <laughs> okay, uh, is that the end of your go? Probably. Yeah, sure. Can I, like, is it an action to try and escape? Um, yeah. Yeah, it's a contested strength check. <sighs> yeah? Okay. Your go. Roll it. Oh, okay. And there's a plus on the label, so oh, yeah, make yeah. sure you pay attention okay. to that. Twenty-six. Nice. You take twenty-six Thanks, hit points back. Wait, I'm coming to your accent then. <clears throat> what did I say? 26. Pass it back here, that's now done. Damn, that powerful potion. Um, okay, you feel this warm glow spread through your entire body, like easing yourself into a warm bath and loads of your wounds. The piercing just like knits together almost instantly. Um, what's your action this round? Oh, yeah. uh, I already reloaded them, I think. Yep. Um, you gonna shoot this son yes. of a gun? <laughs> yeah. You're I, a son of a gun. Whoa. No, I miss. Okay. Goes wide, deflects off its tough hide. Let me see what I can do. No, I can't. 
No, I can't do anything. Okay. Okay. Um, Ropers go. Who does it want to eat? It goes to bite you. That's a 25 to hit. Okay. It goes to. like this son of a gun. Oh, Jesus. Okay, that's two eights on this. Uh, 16, 21, 22. 26 points of piercing damage. You heal just as it oh, looks across at you, <laughs> and it crunches into you. It's somewhat dead. It feels pretty confident, even though it's badly hurt that it might have two meals no. here. It just hates the fire lady. <laughs> All right, Scarlet, you'll go. What are you gonna do? Um, fireball, yeah. Fireball. Yeah. The big one. Yeah. All right. Stop shooting! I would say. Right, to do that so that it only hits like the back of it and doesn't hit you three. I'm gonna say that there is a, if I roll a one to five on this, then there's a chance it hits one of you. I didn't, so you're all right. Okay, uh, dexterity saving throw, isn't it? Which it fails. Give me all the damage on your 8d6. Yippee! As you let loose another fireball. You <laughs> let loose. Have you got two third level slots? Yeah. Whoa, okay, cool. Um, okay. Um, I'm gonna use my bonus action to do that. Okay. Um, as you literally desperately fling off the pea of fire and it explodes behind it such that you are so close to the edge of the fireball. It goes off. I'll take, just for fun, you all take one point of fire damage. Well, no, you are all, you are all too that's close. Not that's not fun. You literally rolled to see if we would, and you didn't get it. That's not very fun when we're in dire straits. Who's at one hit point? Are you at one hit point? No. Take a point of fire damage. It's that you are that close. You are within it. You are right up against it. That's really I disagree with that. It's Did fine. It hurts. I took one yeah, you take a point yeah. of fire damage as well. Half, uh, half to, so you don't take any damage. Um, the talk to me afterwards. It's fun. It's, you are literally right up there with it, and this is where fireball damage. It's a ranged sure. attack. She's okay. doing okay. trying to hit something. You are basically in the same space as. Suck it up. Um, all right, this thing is badly hurt now. Badly hurt. Um, Wendell, you're up. What are you gonna do? Attack it. Don't worry, guys. I've almost on. done one point of damage this time. <laughs> Joking. Hey! What? That was an 18, wasn't it? Still getting angry. Yeah, <laughs> 25. Okay, you hit. The actual thing, I'm sure. How do you want to do this? Oh, thank God. I you don't even need to roll damage. You've got two hit points. I just, I just smack it. I, I don't care anymore. I'm just gonna. <laughs> You literally stick your arm blade straight into its mouth and all the way back and up into its head. And it just, it starts to like shudder and shake. The tentacles start to go mad. Um, Like everyone to do uh, athletics or acrobatics checks. Athletics. DC's 12. 27. Um, 14. Oh, I rolled the natural 20s out of my (laughs) legs. Nice. All right, good. You're back. Um, 
as you straight up into it, you know you've hit some life force part of it. It shudders and then the things holding you go limp. So you hold them like ropes and slide down to the floor. 50 foot long tendrils just go completely limp. You're like, whoa, grab hold of it. And each of you slide down to the floor. Not long after that, the thing just and just drops to the floor. Yeah, like a limpet. It lets go, relaxes and just next to you. Rolling over like a weird ice cream cone. Are those maggot? <laughs> are those maggot things still alive? I'm just gonna put my shield above my head. So like... Okay, you put your shield cover over your head. Good call. Oh, no, um, I mean... <laughs> as one drops on you and misses nearby, you <laughs> lands on the floor <laughs> right near you. What do you want to do? You're Let's still just... officially in combat Let's with these piercers, or you can. Yeah, we'll They're very slow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you limp away from this combat. Limp. How are people doing health wise? Horrible. Yeah, terrible. You two are like arms around each other. Come on, oh let's gosh. go. As you uh-huh. as you get out of this of this cavern and uh, head on down. I'm gonna cast cure wounds on Rowan. On Rowan? Yeah. Nice. Alright, you cast cure wounds. Another seven. Thanks. Alright. Um, you clear this cavern and find another sort of natural corridor. Um, do you want to keep going? You want to stop for a short rest? Like, what short do you want to rest. do? Yeah. Yeah? Long rest. <laughs> Preferably. That Is that possible here? It's too, it's too soon after your last one. But can we do short rest? You can do a short rest, yeah, yeah. So if you want to burn some hit dice. You've been climbing and walking for hours. hours yeah, hours you've been down here for nearly four hours now. Sure. And you were climbing down that crack for another hour and a half, so about you you ended your long rest about six hours ago. I'm okay. burn some hit dice. Short rest, I'm taking all my hit. I'm going to do that. What does burning your hit dice mean? Oh, sorry. Do you remember in a short rest, so you're fifth level, so if you want to, you can roll up to five D8 to try and get some hit points back. Oh, I don't need to do that. You all right? Yeah. Cool. What are your intentions? What would you like to do? So we've had a short rest. Yes. Okay. You have rested shortly. I'll get up and have a look around to see the way to continue. All right. Uh, Make, um... Survival or perception? Um, so whether you're going more on feel and you might be looking for, you know, something like the idea of a route or you're just going to notice. Um, it's the same thing. So, uh, I'm do perception. All right, go ahead. 20. 20? Yeah. All right. A couple of things you notice. Firstly... From the direction you've come from, you hear a different sound. It's not the sound, you've heard what those piercers sounded like moving around, and you know that that roper creature, the tendrils, is dead. But you could hear what it sounded like, like when it moved, and the little tap tapping of its small little claws that dug into the thing. You hear, and it's just for a moment, it's fleeting. 
you hear might like more like regular footsteps in the direction you've just come from. Okay. But not like a step like somebody walking. You just hear a shifting. Maybe a shifting of weight do or a I few definitely steps. Think it, do I think it's footsteps or do I think... Do I, I it sure. sounds like movement that is not like anything you've heard down here yet. Okay. It sounds like a shifting of something. Uh, I think there's something else back there. Let's let's move on quick. And ahead of you, now there's all, often branches and different ways you can go. You notice two main routes. One would mean sort of heading, if the direction you've come from is north, it would mean heading more westerly. So off to your right, all right? Or... You can go straight. I'll describe the difference. Mm -hmm. Straight ahead, you can hear more running water and more echoes coming from that direction. This is because you're older 20, right? Yeah. So more echoes and more like wateriness coming from that way. This way, visually, is more glowing. Okay. Right. And so your perception, combined with your sense of survival, um, that's that's what you get. Hey guys, do we want water or do we want glowing water? Dust? Or? Yeah, there'll be things there. There'll be a yeah. lot of nasty river creatures though. Yeah, no, when we don't know would, that. A river would flow out, wouldn't it? Yeah, it must come from somewhere, you're right. Right, um, there's nothing stopping us from checking both ways, but we'll go water way first. Okay. <clears throat> so you're gonna go straight. Yep. All right. You continue down and the going gets rougher. For every half an hour that you're doing this, I'm going to ask for athletics or acrobatics checks. The failures mean that you take some kind of damage from either slips and falls, dropping, that kind of thing. So the first half an hour as you progress further, and it is descending quite considerably. So you pick acrobatics and athletics and give me a roll. 21. Uh, 10. Um, 19. All right, cool. So there's a point where there's another ledge and it's not quite so high. It's like maybe 20 foot. And um, this one is covered in lichen and moss, non-glowing. So you don't notice it, but your hand slips and you fall for five points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. Um, that's the first sort of major piece of terrain that you encounter over the next half an hour. Um, it continues to descend quite considerably. And all around you, you see more and more rivulets of water, kind of like in the walls, kind of running down the walls and on the floors. Uh, the next half an hour, give me another roll, please. The going gets eight, nine. Okay. At this point, um, you go through an area where the rock type has changed. It's become much more harder, and the granite is that kind of. There's crystals coming out, and there's spikes, and several times you both slip, and like impale yourself on shards of, of, of rock and things like that. You take three points of piercing damage, you take um, three points also of piercing damage. 
So after an hour of scrabbling and climbing and descending further into the darkness, you are now back in almost complete darkness. Is there anything you want to do about that? No. So you're going to be you're going to be progressing blind, yeah. (laughs) All right, you progress blind. Anything relying on sight is at disadvantage. So, um, with that in mind, roll again for that last check with uh, as this is your disadvantage roll. So you also take six points of piercing damage from slipping and being able to see, putting your hand on sharp rocks and stuff like that. Um, you come out after an hour of heavy descent and rock climbing and traversing these the, these natural obstacles, hurt and cut, bruised from falls and slips in your descent. It's going to take two hours to get to the source of the the water that you heard way up on at the top. So this second hour, I'd like another rolls, please, from you guys. Three. Eighteen. Seventeen. Okay, cool. So this one is, there's a, a one point, again, there's another ten foot drop down which you don't even notice. You just walk off the edge of and take four points of bludgeoning damage, bruising yourself up badly. Um, otherwise, everybody, uh, with disadvantage, please, because you're doing it literally blind. 11. Okay, that's okay. That's all right. You're fine. DC on that is 10. Um, and you're not lighting a torch or anything? I will now. Okay. For the final half an hour, you've got the 30-foot radius of bright orange light flickering light as you light another torch keep track on how many of those you got left because you burned through a couple um to now final roll then in the last descent down what'd you roll <laughs> 23 uh, dc was 24 so no i'm kidding okay. uh eight yeah. Ten. Uh, again it's sharpness um you get majorly cut up three points of slashing damage from sharp rocks, twisting your ankle and falling on, ah, piercing the skin. You come out after two hours of hardcore athletic rock climbing at the bottom of this natural corridor and it opens up into an enormous cavern, similar to the very first one you came into. Only this one is an entire underground lake still and dark there is some illumination here enough for dim light although your torch kind of drowns out that dim light the first 30 feet or 20 feet around you or so Um, and it's your torch that gives the clue that this isn't a flat bottomed cavern that it is in fact an enormous underground lake of completely still dark black water that's good as you look out across this massive cavern, you see here and there anything from moderate to quite large islands of rock. Massive um, formations of rock come out of the water and turn into stalagmites that join upward um, striations of rock coming down. There is a dripping all around as the natural minerals and the waters that have leached down across centuries from the surface, now high above you, maybe a mile above you, drip down into the lake. And it's the only time that you see the surface of this this 
black body of water ripple at all. Um, well, let's this, turn around. Just <laughs> a dead end. Yeah, I mean, we can't get across that. We don't have a bike. You can test it if you want to test the I depth. I don't really want to swim. I'm going to put my foot in the water. Okay. Put your foot in the water, um, and it's shallow. At it's the... dark because of the light, but you, where you see it, um, when you put your foot straight in, it's just like stepping in the puddle. Well, it probably would be shallow around shallow around the edges. It's going to get deep in the middle, I'm going to throw a rock out into the waters. Okay. It plops in, and the ripples take a while, but they then come back and join you at the shoreline. I don't know what I was trying to do. Look, we need sticks, so then we start wading and we put a stick in front of us wherever we go to make sure that it's not deep. Yeah. Or you can just look. Yeah. Wait, what's, can I see what's on the other side of this lake or is it too big? It's too far. It's like the original cavern. Like I said, there are multiple islands and boulders and stuff, so it's not like just... There is within... The first one I would say would probably be about... About 60 feet away, you can see a roughly 50 foot radius dome of rock coming out of the water. Beyond, So that's off to your right. Beyond that, about another 20 feet, you can see a, a huge one that actually turns into a stalactite joined with a stalactite. Um, and then that's, that's about the, the limit of your vision. Is my hand coming yeah. to shut? It's about the limit of your vision. Um, that's not even. Um, Let's start swimming, guys. We want to do that. We don't no, even no, know where no. we're going. There's your ten rocks. foot glaive is the closest you have to like a feeling stick. Yeah. Just so you know. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but what's the point? We're just walking. What's the point of even being here? We could just. But leave. we could go yeah. in the direction. It's more effort direction. to leave than to just. We're trying to find a way out. I don't think a lake is the way out. I think it's a good a good insight you make actually is now when you consider the journey back, if you were to go back, the number of ledges and cliffs you'd have to climb, yeah. you do go, oh, you've come down a long way. But uh, so it's an it would be an important feeling you'd probably all have of like, oh god, do we carry on? Do you go back? And you realise, well, with every bit you go on, you've got that to traverse back. You know? We're not going back that way. We're not going back up that rope and ending up in that. I'm not saying that. I'm saying we go the glowy path instead of this water path. You want okay, to go back we'll to go to the glowy it's path. It's not just a turn around the corner kind of thing. I know. You, so you're suggesting we walk across this massive lake that we can't see the other side of? Yep. Well, <laughs> um, maybe like what's not that deep. Um, Certainly, with your foot in the water now, your boots is. It seems pretty shallow here. I'll get my glaive out. Dang damn it. The worst thing we'll find here is an octopus. What? In a lake. Water always makes my mushrooms grow. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll get my glaive out then and uh... What's the decision? Are what? you gonna keep going? Yeah. Alright. You start to step out into the water. Tentacles wrapped down and you're all dragged under, you die. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, all right. 
Are you going cautiously or are you yes. going to try and get I'm through this? I'm at the front. I'm using my glaive. And what's your, where are you intending to go towards? Are you going to stay in the water? Are you going to head to, are you going to island hop across? Or are you going to just try and get through the water? Can we see the islands here? Does it look like there's anything on them or is it just stone? It's a, the first one you can see that's within your dark vision range is a 50 foot wide dome of rock protruding from the lake. There's no point in doing anything. We haven't got anything out of this adventure so far. That's true. Um, All right. Is that a little bit of a <laughs> meta gaming for the DM? No. We actually haven't, though. Like, honestly. Um, Scarlet, which way would you do? You want to continue in this waterway, or do you think we should go the glowing way? I. Sorry. Fly was attacking another <laughs> fly. Um, I think that I I would go forward just here. Okay. I I don't want to go back two hours again. But yeah. Okay. Right. We'll go across the water. All right. Look, as much as I don't like, or I've been taught to not like the denizens that may live down here, mm -hmm. I'd I'd like to find some sort of settlement or something, maybe further deeper. We want to find a settlement? I'm just, you know, being, <coughs> being hopeful. We're probably not. Okay. okay. So what do you do? Are you island hopping or are you going just straight ahead through the water? What do you want to do? Just go straight through the water. There's no yeah. point to go to, to the islands. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, then we'll do it by time. So first uh, 20 minutes, going slowly checking your footing what's the marching order oh, i'm first with my glaive nice okay so you're just tapping ahead all right um the first few minutes it's like ankle depth and then after at about five minutes it starts to get a little deeper it's getting deep as if as if this were some natural basin but it's it's very gradual so after about five minutes it goes to your mid calf length you're tapping ahead and it just feels like the rock floor you have been traversing ahead of you. It's quiet, it's dripping, it's ominous. You're all a bit miserable and spirits are low after the, the fighting. You pass this, about 30 feet away from you, this large mound of, of rock that offers some shelter if you want it, or you can keep going. Keep going. All right, cool. You keep going, and so in the next 10 minutes, it comes up to knee height on all of you. And you're just... I have to climb up like my shield in a bit. <laughs> the sense of ominousness, and it's something about the stillness of the water is definitely off-putting and slightly unsettling, but you continue to go feeling vulnerable and now as you edge out more into the middle of this huge underground lake of water you feel exposed the ceiling is so far above you that you cannot see it disappears into darkness beyond the radius of your torchlight and your dark vision but you continue going in the next 10 20 minutes or so you'll draw level with and pass the larger protrusion of rock with a stalagmite do you want to take refuge on that or keep going there's nothing to take refuge from all right and in which case the water at this point goes up to your mid thighs now 
makes going a little slower as you're like, pulling and dragging your legs through the water and it is icy cold, almost icy cold. So there is a definite chill to it. Um, can you go ahead and roll a d12 for me, please? Why would you ask her to do it? <laughs> Two. All right, good. Cool. You continue on. Half an hour passes of you wading through the water. Again, everyone feels a little, a little blue, a little kind of fed up. This is very alien territory to you. Um, as you we approach the end of the first hour, wading slowly through this lake, um, there are a few smaller. All of these are usually within thirty or forty feet of you. Smaller, like boulders protruding from the water, um, stalagmites that don't meet a, a one on the ceiling. Um, do you want to investigate or stop at any of these, or just continue straight ahead? Just keep straight ahead, like a survival check from you, please. <coughs> Okay. All you notice as you approach uh, the hour-long mark of wading is they're now at your waist. Okay. And you feel completely exposed. You can't see the walls of this cavern or the ceiling. All that it, you are in is in this massive expanse of underground lake. You continue going on? Mm-hmm. Great. Um, the next 20 minutes... The water level doesn't rise much, but it does go slightly beyond, just below your belly buttons. Who's the shortest of you? I'm trying to think. Probably Scarlet. Probably Scarlet. I don't know. Me. Yeah, you can just 5'1". 5'1". Yeah, to you, it's just above your your belly button, just above there. You two are both quite tall, so it remains just underneath there. Again, you're wading through it, which makes the going slow, and there's still stones and rockiness underfoot, some little um, obstacles you have to traverse. But you continue to wade through. Can we? Does it? Can we see the other side yet? Not yet. What do we Another 20 minutes passes of you wading through the water. A few inches deeper, but generally that's it. Still here and there, the water drips in, sometimes startling you. It becomes depressing and lonely. And the three of you, the, the chit-chat kind of all but stops as you just are longing for an end to this vast underground lake that you're wading through. During this period, you notice off to your right um, a a cave entrance from a massive protruding wall that just comes into view and you see a dark hole leading off. Is there anything you want to do about that? I'll point it out. Oh my God, let's go over to that. I'm not walking through this water anymore. It's like like water torture. I'm just going to start walking towards it. 
You want to go in the dark cave in yes. the underground lake? Yes. That's a bit not wise of you. Alright. I'm going over to the cave. <laughs> okay. It's about 100 feet. Are you all going? Yeah. You're going to follow him? Yeah. I guess so. Okay. You just fed up with this situation, sort of slightly maddened by the perpetual loneliness and dankness and oppressiveness of the suddenly aware of the millions of tons of rock overhead and looking for any way out of this vulnerable position there and you start wading off at waist height towards this cave takes you a few minutes now as you press on to get over there and as you as you approach it is a roughly 30 foot wide cave completely black you still got your torch how long do they last each? An hour? I don't know, like four hours, probably. The torch burns a long time. Look at look it up, will you? If you've got that information, it'd just be interesting. Because you've been doing this for about an hour and a half now. And it's just to whether you illuminate this cave is really what I'm interested in. An hour. An hour. So light you light another one, cool. Okay, cool. Just keep track of that. As you approach the cave, it has solid ground it has a flooring so the, the 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 floor rises up to meet the cave and it seems like a roughly 60 foot deep because the dim light of your torch illuminates the back of this cave um 30 foot yeah 30 foot of bright light 30 foot of dim you illuminate this entire cave set off from the rest of it um what you see in this cave well i don't know what you make of it there is what might be once have been a campfire. A few bits of absolutely scorched wood, moss, blackened, dusty, and two corpses. I'm gonna walk over. Clothed and armored. You two catch up at this point. Get to the cave. You wanna step out of the water? Yeah. yeah. All right. You go into this cave and there is a remnants of a fire and two clothed corpses. I'm going to look up at the ceiling real quick and check the ceiling. It's a smooth ceiling. Okay. This is a low cave. It seems like two figures also had similar ideas. Yeah, so, and they died in here. Well, I'm sure lots of people have died in here. This is what you see nearby. You see a broken spear and a net old and uh, rotten and two figures both humanoid um, skeletal though the complete skeletons these have been here a while what do you want to do? can I Where, uh, can I try and find out how they died? that's right um, well, you can investigate one at a time if you want to sure yeah? okay so, um, you're investigating one, you're investigating the other. Is there anything you want to be doing, Scarlett? Can I also investigate them in case? Sure. You want to investigate the one Rowan's looking at or the one Wendell's looking at? Wendell's. Okay, cool. So, you two both roll investigation checks for your one. Can I do you... medicine? Yeah, medicine check. You go investigation, you go medicine. 21. Uh, investigation. Twenty-one, nice. What's that? Ten. Okay, cool. All right. Burn a second. 
your one it's pretty easy for you to see cause of death its skull has been sharp trauma and there is a massive hole in it oh, fitting maybe they killed each other then. fitting for some kind of um, like a glaive or a spear or a piercing weapon straight into its head could it be a well, you're not sure. You're looking at your one, so I'll come, okay. I'll come to you in a second. Now, this is what you, with your investigation check, this is what you, you find. This creature, with your medicine, you two really checking it out, Sherlock Holmes style, probably would have stood around about five feet tall. Um, it is wearing, or as you kind of investigate the clothes that remain and the armor that remains... This looks to be really well-made black leather armor. Really well-made. It's beautiful. And it still remains in pretty good condition. You also find um, a series of pouches that it has around its belt. And as you kind of like move the, the body over a bit, which is almost completely skeletal, um, those bits that are exposed anyway um, you notice that again with your medicine it, this doesn't look like it lay down and died it's lying at an odd angle one of its legs is bent back your medicine check reveals so it's kind of like fallen here so you're able to judge pretty quickly this was this fell from and died from combat and underneath its body is revealed this beautiful short sword the handle is like, feels like black obsidian. It's like so smooth. If it is leather, it's the smoothest, most beautifully treated leather. Um, and it has a gently curving, sweeping blade, around about two foot long blade underneath it. That's what you find on your one, okay? Come back to you in a second. On yours, you are investigating? Okay. And you rolled a 10? Yeah. Okay. So, this one is clad in black robes. They would once have been, you imagine, beautiful velvety robes. Um, but the moss and lichen has gotten to it a little bit. Um, and you find a couple of pouches that are filled with, you don't know whether age has done this, they seem to just be filled with like moss <laughs> and crap. Okay. Is that it? That's it. Okay. That's it with your turn. Right. There's some pretty good armor on this one, Rowan. Well, you're looking for a. Oh, alright. I'll have a look. How, how about you look at this one? Because I, I don't right. really know how it died. I'll take a look at that one. Medicine, please. Alright, medicine check. Uh, 14. 14. Harder to see on this one. Harder to see. Um, you're not quite sure. You don't see any obvious wounds to the skeletal face. Um, um, again, the skulls look like humanoid skulls. Um, you don't see any obvious wounds on this one, so you're not sure. What's in it? What's on it? What's well, you can make an investigation check if you want to. No, I'm good. Do you want to do anything? Yeah, I'll investigate. Okay, so you come across to the, the robed skeleton. Oh, never mind. Five, seven. Yeah, this one, 
um, it's it's clothing has been more hasn't lasted so well. You know, the moss has gotten to it. It's damp and wet, and there's more rot and mold on it than the other one. Alright, I'll have a look at this armour. Alright. When you say you're going to have a look at it, what do you mean? I want to compare it to the one that I have right now. That you are wearing? Yeah. This is beautiful. Much, much more superior. Okay. Give me a... uh, General intelligence check. Okay. Quite a high DC. 22. Nice, okay. DC was 16. (laughs) It, undeniably, this is elven make. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But not... But you're not... You, so it has the fluidity of of ancient elven artisan craftsmanship mm-hmm. that you are... That is familiar to you. But it has none of the organic influence that you are used to yeah. in a lot of elven societies and Eladian societies that you come from. Okay. It's beautiful. Okay. Oh, uh, oh well, it's going to take a while, but I think I'll doff my uh, chain, I think I have at the moment. Okay, you want to try to put this on? Yeah. All right, cool. All right, it takes you a while to remove it, and as you take it off, the, 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 the body underneath, <laughs> it hasn't decomposed as much as the exposed so you are taking it off it the leather has an under padding but it is there is no mold on the armor there is no decay on it there is nothing it sort of seems like it's untouched okay all right Mm -hmm. make an arcana check Mm -hmm. 17 nice okay you as the most intelligent in the group and the most attuned to arcane law. As you see Rowan taking off her armor and putting this on, you would you would bet good gold that this is enchanted armor. That's enchanted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, that's even better. All right, so I'll forget about that sword. This armor looks. You're you know from you know just your general martial prowess you're used to and attuned to the idea of different roles that fighters play and you understand the idea of scouts and the kind of armor that a scout would need to wear and you feel that this is that type of armor okay so it's 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 toughened in places like the is it not glaive uh the pauldrons yeah so there are some slight overlapping of plates around the shoulders and it is lighter to allow movement around the waist with some straps going across that is designed to hang stuff from quickly like quick release clasps and stuff like that around Mm -hmm. it also one shoulder is more armored than the other which attunes it for um ranged attacks where you're trying to defend yourself Mm -hmm. so are you right-handed is that your primary Uh, rowan yeah uh no she's left all right um, you know that it's like you can move the pauldrons yeah. to be so that you are better protected when you are making ranged attacks and things like that. And also, if it's your leading arm, you, you decide to set it up how you want. Yeah. This is some beautiful 
almost pitch black leather armor. So and the, the the thing that I that I took it off was did you say five foot? Oh. Did you say it was like? You'd say roughly five foot. Well, you said roughly five foot. Okay. That's what he, he figured out with his medicine. Yeah. Yeah. Would have stood about five foot high. But as you put it on, it kind of you feel it sort of move and shift almost of its own accord to fit you. Slightly love that. Okay. Yeah, plus one leather armor. Nice. Plus one. But what does my other thing do? My chain shirt. I think it's worse than No, it's it's gotta be the same. And it it weighs nothing. As you put it on, you're like you make no noise. Thirteen plus decks, and then leather is. Oh, yeah. leather. Is it padded leather? Nobody has identify or anything like that, do you? No, is it padded leather armor? Uh, no, just leather. It's worth. Uh, uh, I'm not gonna put it on. If I, because I thought it was better. looking at it, but it's not. It feels beautiful. It's light. It's it's sixteen on class. It's now. It's now. As you put it on, you're like, oh, your movement. You feel it feels great. It's light. It's tough. Which you look pretty pimp. No, well, think about what your character would do. Rather, than... you certainly feel better in it because remember, until you put the chain on, you were wearing a vest. Yeah. Um, you feel faster and more limber, and you're able to be stealthy where you wouldn't have been able to with the chain shirt. Okay, I'll give it a chance. Have a look at the short sword as well. It's beautiful. Can I compare it to my other short sword? Way better. Well, okay. We'll take it then. Yeah. Okay. So you pack up your other one and fix this one to the belt? Yeah. Okay, cool. This looks much more like, um, uh, like a surprise kill type of short sword okay it's almost it's debatable whether this is like a battle dagger versus a short sword yeah. like it's big but it's really okay. nice um the craftsmanship is stunning okay so add a uh, mystery short sword to your inventory Um, I know you said there was moss in the pouches, but I'll just look in there. On the one wearing robes? Well, hang on, let me move off you for a second, okay. just because you've been doing that for a while. What have you been doing while she's doing that? Um, can I check around? Did, was it all they had was a campfire? You want to search the rest of the cave? Yeah. All right, give me an investigation check, the rest of the cave. Um, um, that's a 19. Nice. Okay. All right, as you're getting changed, by the way, you are only dealing, just to be clear, you're only dealing with the armor of this thing to begin with. The pouches don't come with the armor, just to be clear as a detail. So you were oh, doffing think, its armor, yeah. just so that we all know what's available to investigate and those kind of things, all right? You get up and investigate the rest of the cave. Um, nearer the back of the cave, you see another way more degraded skeleton this one looks weird. It looks around about 
you'd guess if it was standing, it would maybe be four and a half, five foot tall. And the leg bones and the arm bones and the torso bones kind of look vaguely humanoid, right? Ribs, arms like we're familiar with. The feet, however, have long extended bones that end in big claws, like long. And the head, where our spine comes out of our rib, uh, you know, our spinal cord and it comes out into a skull, instead, how to describe this? It's like a fish head. <laughs> but a dead fish, you know, like a, a fish skull. But a massive one, like a massive fish skull, like this. Okay. And they are madly degraded. You see around this area, you find just piles that amount to about three of these skeletons. And they are in much worse wear because there's been nothing uh, preserving them. There's no armour on them. They are just purely skeletons. Okay. All right. What are you doing while that while Scarlet's doing that? Can I search the actual like pouches and stuff on sure. these guys? Okay. Like, what equipment they have. Alright. So Can I use perception please? Uh are you looking in them? Yeah. Oh okay. Uh not really. That's like if you were looking them from afar. You're like messing with them, like seeing what's in there. So I'm gonna to have to force investigation on this one, I'm afraid, my darling son. Go ahead and roll d20. I'm going to do guidance. All right, cool, you guide yourself. Nice. You can't stack guidance, can you? So no. Good. 21. All right. One of them is a small black satchel, velvety with triangular silver stitching around it empty and the other one roll d100 oh nice let me get the eating potion 29 sorry 29 29 in here you find a small um strip of black leather with a buckle like with a buckle on it and along it in these tiny little loops are these bolts silver bolts like tiny, like you're familiar with the kind of crossbow you use but even smaller about so long and there's like 12 of these silver bolts on it that just come out you imagine either this would go around the waist of a very small creature or it would go around a limb or uh, you're intelligent enough to know. I'm not. Okay, you don't know what this is. But these small silver, like they're, they're bigger than needles, but they're like the thickness of a knitting needle, I'd say, but about that long. There's 12 of them, silver colored, all with their own little loop that they stick into. And it's like on a mini belt. So you find that. Uh, roll, roll. Cigarettes over here. <laughs> roll percentage again, please. Sure thing. 63. And you find a um, 
a small, really small little uh, cork stopped, very much like that, but smaller, like that big, right? And in it, this thick, like mercury in it. So it's silver, is it? Like yeah, yeah, silvery, like, but dull silvery. Let's hope this isn't poison. Hmm. Oh, let's not drink it. Uh, Rowan, I got a small little thing. It looks like something you'd use, and I toss it the belt thing. Alright. You're getting loaded up to, to end with all this stuff. So to be clear, you've got an empty velvety pouch. The other pouch, the, um, which is kind of, it's like suede. I'll take, I'll take it. I'll take it. It's just for storage. So right. you gave me the bolt, the bolt with the bolts in it. Cool. These aren't. They, they look like crossbow bolts. But too. do they? But they fit my crossbow. Your hand crossbow? Yeah. That's what you got, isn't it? They're a little too small. You definitely yeah. could, if you're in an emergency, you could use okay. it. Or maybe you might need to alter your thing a little bit. How how many are there again? Twelve. Again, you're starting to see the theme here. It's pristine. There's no dirt on them. Yeah. Absolutely pristine. And each silver one is meticulous. Okay. So put in your inventory suede satchel, small suede satchel, and um, silvery potion bowl. I'm going to put that in the, in the satchel. Just to... Okay. The minute you drop it oh, in yes. there, it disappears. Directly. Oh. You, it disappears. Oh. Literally, you drop it in there and you're like, what? <sighs> disappears like it falls through the bottom and you go like what <laughs> i'm gonna put my hand put your hand in there there's nothing in there nothing in there you put your hand in it and you just nothing in there give me back my potion do you think that <laughs> yes it appears in your hand <laughs> have i seen one of these before um give me a insight check just to see whether you can remember Damn it. no have i seen one of these things before if well, I you're doing your own thing at the moment. You're getting dressed. You literally, like, you drop it in and it goes. You put your hand in there and you think about it and it's back in your hand. I'm going to grab my long sword and I'm just going to start putting it in there. You start putting it in there. It's so weird. You're watching it and it's like it's going into the bag. That's crazy. It's gone. Your long sword is gone. Oh, hang on. Your arm blade? No, my long sword. You got a long sword? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, you're right. I thought you had a two-handed sword. That is, that's what I meant. I meant a great Yeah, sword. you get your massive great sword <laughs> yeah. and it literally starts to go in. That's mad. <laughs> and it goes, it's in there. And then you're like, what? Um, Scarlet, I bet you yeah. 20 gold that I can fit my great sword in this little hip house. Right, you, don't, you haven't yeah. seen what he's just done. He comes through with a little satchel Roll an arcana check. Um, 13. Okay. Uh, yeah, he he comes at you with this stupid Is that thing. a deal or no deal? Can I lure it? To, I, yeah, fine. Plenty gold. Yeah. All right. <laughs> you, you put in your hand yeah. and he starts to pull out of this yeah. small satchel about this big. So it literally pulls out his two-handed and with sword. With my other hand, I'm just... Come on. Oh! <laughs> uh, okay, well... 
You have a bag of holding. I'll give you, I'll give you ten, but the my gems need to be changed into gold before Are you I can give you the rest. Bartering with me right now. It was a, I'll give you one gem. I'll then. Take, take a, I, I no, actually, it doesn't. I don't want your money. It doesn't. Look, get in the bag first. Me? Let's, no, let's see what happens. I Wait, mean, you I'm, want me to step into the bag? Yeah, I don't want to go. Disappear. There might be like something in there. Why would I want to go? Look, I'll pull you out. How do we? Alright, alright, fine, fine. I'll step in the bag. You can turn it out. Yeah. You can turn oh, it out. Oh yeah, that's for me. Yeah, that's what I was I, I turn it inside out first. Alright, so... Firstly, your bottle comes out. <laughs> obviously. Catch that. <laughs> um, there it is, that internet's being a little slow here. Don't worry about it, Gordon. This might not be officially a bag of holding. Bear with me a second. Wait a minute. How was that? It might have the same things as Heward's handy. <laughs> Who is Heward? Please don't be Heward. Heward. I don't want it to be a Heward. Heward's handy haversack. No, I don't want it. <laughs> I don't want a Heward. What's the difference between a bag of holding and a There is none except one. Heward's handy haversack is slightly smaller. That's all. Oh, I thought it was bigger. It's got multiple covered packs there. Uh, but it's like a bag of holding, but it has three compartments. Um, yeah, so if you want to store liquid and don't spoil your other stuff. Oh, what you free liquid? I don't know. <laughs> no one uses it because it's bad. Yeah. Well, you just used to. So this thing weighs more than it feels like it weighs. It weighs about five pounds. Oh my god. Right? But um, this is a slightly adjusted bag of holding. So this is a slightly smaller bag of holding. Rather than ten cubic feet, this is eight cubic feet. So your sword isn't eight feet long, so that did fit. But this is just a slightly smaller bag of holding. And it can carry up to 80 pounds of material in there. How much do you weigh, Carla? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't have weights. And it's an extra dimensional space. Now, as you turn it out, let's... Uh, uh, roll percentage. Nice. Find another stuff. 99. Hmm? 99. Oh! <laughs> Ooh, one away from very cool item. Roll 3d6, please. <gasps> it's just money. That'd be so annoying. Yeah, that'd be so annoying. You'd never <laughs> do that to us, though, right? 3d6. 15. Okay. 15. Start with a 1500 gold piece gems come out. Ooh. 1500. Love. Wait, do you mean 1500 gold or 1500? 15. Oh, okay. 100 gold pieces of gems. <laughs> right, right. So it's so for a total 1500. of 1500 gold. But they are 15 separate gems, each worth about 100 gold pieces. I'll get about. Come clattering out. 1500 gems come out. Alright, also. Oh my God. <laughs> hang on, what was the challenge rating of these guys? Bear with me a second, sorry, I've got a lot of notes I've got to compare here. No, okay, not quite that. Sorry, I thought I had. Yeah, it's the 100 gold. Uh, yeah, so 1,500 gold piece, Jim. Roll uh, percentage again, please. Oh, there is a smile now. Uh, 42. Healing potion, please. Can't you heal? No, it's a joke. Oh, sorry. We do, you like healing potions. You find another um, small, round bottle. 
This one almost fill, looks like it's filled with like fog. Doesn't even look like liquid. See, who put a fart in it? And one more time. Uh, nine. Isn't that 90? That's nine. Oh, nine. Okay, nine. Nine. Lame. 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 Twenty-one gold. Sharing is caring, you know. I've done enough sharing in my days. These um, gold coins are square, Ooh. and now, where have I seen this before? really fine, like, um, like they could almost cut if you sharpen them. Do you know what I mean? Like they're very thin, um, and on one side of them, there is. Um, like a web coming from each corner of the four, so that the whole interior of the coin is is web. Okay. And on the other side are words you can't understand. Can, can I know? Hey, can I have a look at that language, coin? What language? You, do, you can't understand it. You sure? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> are you really not going to share any of that? I share any of what? All of the stuff you I found. didn't get any. We saw all the gems fall out. Dude, you've cool. just been putting on magical armor. No, it's worse. Than that. It's literally worse in every way. Yeah. Than that last armor. I can hear when gems come. There's one person who hasn't been getting any good stuff here. I haven't. <laughs> I'm, I'm fine. I think we're all just bad. I didn't get any good stuff. Bad. You just got a magical. Bad. You don't know. You don't have identify. So. If none of you can cast identify, assume you don't know what you've got. We need to get someone. You have gotten spoilt with like you know what something is straight away. I shouldn't even have said you got plus one leather. I just said you got really nice leather on. But you don't know anything else about it. You don't know anything else about it. You just got some really nice leather armor that feels amazing. Feels. Okay. It even says to you, "You're amazing." That's kind of creepy. Anyway, Rowan, I've got some nice. Uh, 1500 gems in my pocket. They're each worth one gold. One gold? Yeah, 1500. One gold. That's like a. Oh, right. Anyway, uh, <laughs> no, I've, got, I've got 1500. If you can have five. Uh, That's about 500 for you guys. Oh, five? Wait, do you mean. Did you say each? Yeah, yeah you got five gold, gems yeah. each, and they're all worth 100 gold pieces Charlotte, each. you can have four. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> yes. For reals? No. <laughs> you got five. That's good. Seriously, get in the bag. Yeah, I want to see what happens. Okay, so you have just to bring you up to speed. You have you have fully searched and looted the one that was wearing your armor, just so that we know where you're at. You've still been sort of exploring the rest of the cave. You found those other skeletons. Do you kind of report that back? Uh, yeah, as I'm getting in the bag, I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> fish. Fish. fish heads. Oh. Yeah. You see them at the back. They're way worse than in a state of ruin, you know? Yeah. Moss clinging to them, been overgrown, mouldy, and all that. But you see them. Okay. What happens to her? 
gonna suffocate. Uh, you can't get in because it's too like the dimensions of the bag are too small for you to be able to get in. But you do manage to get an entire leg into the bag, <laughs> and it looks really weird to take it out. Yeah. Just it. And it's perfect room temperature in there. Hey, Sprocky. Hang on, I can do, I can do a good laugh. Would you want to get the in? The fucking forgot about more. No, you just were <laughs> silent. Oh, he was asleep. Yeah. Uh, what's that for? Yeah. I'm going to sneak up behind him. Look, hey, Sprocky. Oh, with the bag. Do you want to go in this bag that we found? No. Nope. <laughs> sneakily, behind him, I'm just going... Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sprocky. Okay. Look. <laughs> You have to will it out into your hands okay. to take anything out. No, get them out. Do you bring them out? No. He's I'm going to stick my hand and he gets Sprocket out. Sprocket, come here. Well, so you do that? You say Sprocket, come yeah. here? Okay, and he's in your hand. Okay. What was that? Are they alive? So dark. <laughs> You're alive! There's loads of stuff around. <laughs> what? I was in a little room. A room? No, I'm sorry, I didn't hear that. There's a little room in there. No, we can't Quack see you. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they, they don't, don't even know what he's saying. It's quack cows in there. Oh, what's it saying? There's a cosy room. <laughs> there's <laughs> shit everywhere. There's shit everywhere. <laughs> and when you ask me, I knew something I went whoop right up into her hand. When what, I what said rocket, they came up whoop into my hand. Okay, he said there's stuff in there, but we just got everything out, so what's in there? I thought yeah. we put everything back in. I didn't. I, oh, I guess I did. <laughs> oh, there's a little bottles lying around. <laughs> what if we put you in there and then we drop like all of our stuff in there? What will happen? You'd, oh, you'd wait, no, crushed. that doesn't make any. No, no. <laughs> yeah. Take on me. We not. <laughs> we all right, I'll come back on my shoulder. Little <laughs> resort in Look, there. Look, I swear to you, I'll get you a lickety split one day for all your troubles. What are you fucking talking about? <laughs> I'm talking to Sprocket. Oh, my bad. Not you. <laughs> I really want to look at Sprocket. I really want one. I know. Little, 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 little Sprocket. I'll try and find one for you one day. Yeah, get one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> get one. Okay, yeah. Make one with the bubbles, sugar, yeah. and stick. Oh, do you eat the stick as well? Mm -mm. Oh, okay. Why do you need to stick there? Because I've got to hold it so I can lick it. Oh. So lick it or split. <laughs> I'll put the, you know, I already have like uh, mushrooms growing off my shoulder. And yeah. So just put well, the armour's in the way of that now. Oh, so <laughs> <it's shit>. out. <laughs> right, yeah, he holds on to one of your mushrooms coming out of your neck. Yeah. yeah. So what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing down here? It's got 30 real okay. I just thought it looks like a baby, but it's swear. In the middle of nowhere, <laughs> the fuck's going on? We was just wading through this water. Mm, I don't like that water. No, I don't like it either. It's horrible. There's dead people there. You're like a wild depressed. There's four <laughs> dead people. There's a few dead people there. Uh, Hang on, there was a guy following us. No, there wasn't. We saw him back. I saw him back at the. I told you about it. You, you didn't, didn't. You tell didn't. us about it. You never you didn't. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that was good. <laughs> what do you mean? I hope you guys haven't been going... seeing him or whatever. I heard footsteps. Oh well, that's him. Who? <laughs> he's. I'm he's actually my old friend from you know. uh, from back when I was in adventure. He, I told him to come looking for me. Insight check. Well, so, uh, <laughs> insight check. Well, a deception check. It's the worst lying you've ever <laughs> that seen. That's terrible. Eleven. Uh, one. <laughs> Actually, no, not one. 
<laughs> I, I just deadpan. <laughs> He's lying terribly. It's a four. No, come on. No, Wendo. Alright, fine. Someone got an assassin and he's coming after me. How do you even know this? He's making it up! Listen. You're a pathological liar. Back in my youth, I did some bad things. You did some bad things? What have you done? They got an assassin. He's the most skilled guy in the world. We have to be careful of that. Yeah. Sure. Okay, Wendo. No, I was telling you. I'm telling the truth this time. I was lying before. No, I'm not lying anymore. It's so chill. You'll end up a simple no, no, 11. Uh, no. You're okay. lying! Stop Th lying! Those both were lies, but seriously. <laughs> seriously, it's my father. He's my <laughs> long lost father. He's finally come looking for me. This boy that he left alone in the world. What's his name? Uh, Jonathan. Shout out that then. That's what my actual name is. Yeah, real shout it! <laughs> that's your real name. Like, your Jonathan, name? Jonathan, <laughs> Jonathan, 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 Jonathan. Look, my real name is actually Jonathan Jr. I've been lying to you. Inside check. I'm actually a magician. He's <laughs> a magician. You're a horrible liar! What is wrong with you? I'm not that big of a liar. Fine, I'll tell you. No, let's just move on. Just one last. I want to. No, I, no, I please, no. I run away. I, I want to. I want to. I want to tell you. I, okay. I, I've been lying to you the entire time. Yeah, okay. no shit. I'm actually a changeling. Wait, uh -huh. so there was. This no isn't man my real face. Look, I, I've been like bent down and like put some dirt on. <laughs> This is my real appearance. Are you like sleep deprived? No, I'm just messing around. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, come on, let's stop fucking around, you guys. Like, honestly. Oh, that's... Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's you. Okay. Okay, what you doing? Well, look back the way we came. Well, you're in the cave, so you're oh, looking out okay. on the lake. Okay. Can I look, see the way we came? <clears throat> Roll perception check. I mean, you can see in so far as your dark vision extends. Oh, yes. The rest is pretty black beyond that. Um, okay. Did you say perception? Yeah. Um, I have work at six, by the way. We'll be finishing in like 10 minutes. Okay. 19. 19? Yeah. You're looking out on dark, still water. <coughs> as okay. bleak and as depressing as it has been so far. Hmm. Johnny, if you're out there, come over. Come on. Get come on. Invited. Come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> There's nobody called Johnny. I know. <laughs> Just... I know. No. Is there a person following us? Or did you make that up? Yeah. Huh? Did you? Did you make up that there's a person following us, or was there actually a person following us? No, there actually is. Inside. Chat. How do we know? How Plus do we trust? I mean, I did hear something. Okay. Uh, fifteen. Are you doing persuasion? Yeah. Sixteen. Yeah, he seems pretty. A bit like he's being truthful. Okay. Like he's not messing. Okay. You and your best description was you saw a dark figure in the woods just. Where the ruin started. Yeah. That's yeah. it. I think it might be Johnny at this point. That bit's lies. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that bit's lies. Oh, you have to roll. Come on. Should we get back in the water then? Oh. Well, um, I don't know if I said it to you, Ron, but there are some skeletons over there that look like fish. Fish? Fish men. You go over and you see the description yes. that I gave, you know, of these weird oh, wow. skeletons That's with fish heads. Have I seen anything like this before? No. <laughs> okay. okay. They must have died from not being in the water. So, what does everybody... Yeah. <laughs> okay, while you've been here with these bodies and investigating, about an hour has passed. Okay. Um, can I look at those coins you see, you found? Oh, my one? Oh, yeah, these these ones. I won't take them. Web ones. Can I look at it and mm. see if I can read it? Yeah, I'll take one. Yeah. What languages can you read? I speak... 
<laughs> it says flute. No, Sylvan, Common, Elvish, and Druidic. You didn't ask me that. No, I didn't. Oh. You don't know what language. There was a th no. I, there's highly unlikely that you took this. <laughs> no, I can't understand it. <laughs> Got a web. Under yeah. And. And uh, yes, this weird script. Okay. And that's the only time to pictures on it. No other pictures or anything. So it looks like the coin basically looks like that. Okay. Inside, right? Thin, small, small gold like that. Okay. Uh, all right. Are we all ready to. He well, what do we? We'll just leave these bodies here then. Yeah. Not much we can do. Yeah. Them now. You want to ignore the robed one? You haven't searched Have that. Oh. You looked at that I'm, I'm and you didn't see it. much. Oh, sorry, you searched yeah. it and you didn't see much. Okay. I'm going to search it. Guidance. Do you want to search it? Do you want to search yeah, it? Yeah, I want to search it. Come on, you oh, look, both, oh, both go to it. All right, go on then. Both roll. Oh, he's got everything. Investigation. So you get it. One. Nine. Oh. You said well, <laughs> well, it's three, but... Okay, you don't, you don't, you don't find anything of of much note it's the robes are mouldy moss ruined the pouches just seem filled with moss and decay heavily robed like what might once have been beautiful black velvet robes are not hey you want to try these on i'll put the um, i'll put my hand in the pouch thinking it's a well they're little they're little pouches they're like that finger these ones just stuff comes out just like you're not sure what <laughs> rubbish <laughs> but you find nothing else on this creature okay. on what this might once have been all right what do you want to do we ready to get back in the water yes i'm ready sure. and you're going to try and go back on path to the way you were going because you went off to the right yeah, to get to yeah. this cave back to normal okay back to normal <laughs> all right good you head back out into the water again, straight in, almost straight away into a waist height again. Um, all right, you using your glaive, tapping ahead. All right, you go for another. Hang on, half an hour, an hour, about another forty minutes. Uh, roll D twelve for me, please. All right. Four. 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 All right. Um, the water doesn't get any shallower. In if anything, it starts to subside somewhat and it go back down. Deeper. Sorry, it doesn't get deeper. So ah. it goes down to hip height, then thighs for the tallest of you. Um, over the next 40, 45 minutes or so. Again, not that you're keeping track. Are you lighting another torch? Yeah, sure. All right, keep track of them. Cool. That's three torches used for this lake um, and it starts to become shallower and shallower as you reach a natural end to this cavern um, about a half an hour into that last 45 minutes you start to see glowing at the other end Oh, okay. <laughs> light blue purples pinks um, and as you get close to the end, you realize this entire underground cavern has just been like a massive natural basin, like a catchment of all of the 
the surface level water that has dripped down over, again, thousands of years, possibly, um, possibly more. And you come to a natural corridor that leads out of it. This corridor is glistening as you get closer and closer to it, glistening with moss and lichen and, and smaller mushroom, glowing mushrooms that are adhered to every, every centimeter of it as you come out. It is still dim light, but it is beautiful and shimmering like oyster shell colors. There is even a natural kind of rippling in the colors from time to time, as if they are responding and reacting to, to you, to the air, and so on and so forth. You now enter a new, roughly 20 foot wide, uh, natural crevice that leads out and then down, like a, an upside down U-bend. Mm -hmm. okay. You're gonna progress down here? Yes. Yeah. All right. So, for about 10 minutes you walk along this corridor, the mushrooms here and there are bigger and continue to ripple with their like little hairs that they've got on them almost, like kind of pulsating and rippling and wavering. And then the corridor sharply dips off and goes down at such an acute angle that it is, you know, it's close to like 75 degrees. Mm -hmm. So it's almost a fall or a really rough slide, or you're going to have to climb it somehow. We down. could slide down though. You could I'll attempt to. I'd say it's about 60 feet before it then can narrows off. Uh, I think we should slide. Yeah. You want to try and Let's slide get it? Your shield and slide down. All right. Give me dexterity checks all round, or acrobatics or athletics. Sorry, acrobatics or athletics, your choice. It's got a beautiful thing on the front. That's 20. Uh, nice. 18. 13. Nice, okay. It's a bit of a rough ride for you. You take one point of bludgeoning damage just from a few rough hits on some rocks. Everything seems to be coated in this moist algae and weird kind of glowing moss, but you do get down this 60 foot to the bottom. You get a little bit of a, a bruised bum out of it, but other than that, you're okay. Looking ahead, this natural corridor opens out. Still, it is uncarved by human. This is, or, or any other species for that matter. This is still natural formation, but it opens out some hundred feet ahead. And ahead of you, you can see um, going sort of somewhere between dim and normal bright light um, what seems to be a forest ahead of huge glowing mushrooms like well it's like more foresty though that's crazy I've never seen anything like this whoa wait so does, is the ground still stone then? Uh, underneath but there's so much moss it almost feels like, um, like, um, what would you call it? Like grass. It's almost like you're you're walking on moss, so it's comfortable, carpet-like. Let's go, guys. Yeah. 
Okay, you walk forward into this large cavern and it feels like you're in some weird woodland except the stalks of these mushrooms are this kind of pulsating purple. As if all of this grove that you've come into, as if these fungi are talking to each other, communicating with each other. There is a sense of aliveness in here. There is a sense of growth and spreading. The the light is magical, otherworldly. Purples and blues echo against your skins, such that Scarlet has this deep purplish aubergine-coloured hue to her skin. Your, your mushroom cap takes on a swirling purpley-bluey hue. And likewise, all your skins reflect these colours. It is, it is odd as you walk into this the same way you might into a dense woodland, but around you, all around you, are these thick, two-foot-thick, up to some of the larger ones, three or four foot thick, mushroom grows. To you, it is a, a weird mirror of home. So it is dense, it is weird, and beyond these mushrooms, there is just the blackness of the cavern that you are in. What do you do? We'll proceed yeah. into the mushrooms. Okay. For some, the, the, the way is going. This is difficult terrain to weave within and without. And so at times you have to split up from being shoulder to shoulder to traverse the stalks of these great mushrooms. But as you continue to walk through some, you're not sure how much time passes. All you know is you're all beginning to become weary from the combat, from the traversing, from the athleticism required to traverse the obstacles and here in the the mushroom stalks there is definitely a sense of like almost soporific sleepiness starts to come about I'd like you all to roll constitution saving throws please <laughs> literal sleeping 18 11 13 You, Rowan, mm-hmm. as you're walking through, <laughs> you, you, it feels so, you just feel so relaxed and so tired. And so you walk, but your two friends go slightly further ahead of you, five feet, ten feet as you all walk. We just forget about it. And then, next thing you know, like a swoon taking you, you fall, fall. 
you find yourself lying on a like a warm bed of moss, looking up at the wavering of the colours, wavering of the colours. And as you look up, a head comes in upside down to you of your wife, looking at you, smiling. What are you doing down there, you silly sausage? Sonny? What are you doing down there? I'll get up. <laughs> you try to get up, but you find that you can't. It's so comfortable. You're so sleepy. You're supposed to be guarding us, remember? Can't do it from down there. Yeah. I'm just a little sleepy. Why is Rowan always tripping? <laughs> but remember, you're looking for something. Yeah. What are we looking for? What are you looking for, silly sausage? Why did you leave me then? I'm looking for help for you. That's right. Siantha said that the incursion is coming to the whole grove. What is the incursion? There's some war happening. Ha! Huh. Would you believe it? It's between mushrooms. Huh. I suppose you think of it as a, a war between fungi. <laughs> Crazy, eh? But, yeah, but more importantly, you're sick. <laughs> I am sick. She turns her head till she's looking at you straight on. I am sick, yeah. Well, we have to help you. You do. We'll get back to us then. What are you even doing here? Her face sort of starts to sort of sway slightly and kind of like, like uh, blotting paper. Like oh, yeah. it starts to like swirl so and sag until her mouth oh, completely God. disappears and is replaced by like these fins, these these gills, and her eyes sink back it's into so dark amazing. shapes. And you're now looking upon a weird mushroomy-like head as it looks down at you and then goes out of your vision. (laughs) You guys realise that um, (laughs) Rowan is some 40 feet behind and has lagged behind. Am I on the floor then? Yeah. Okay. Should we just leave her? (laughs) You turn around and you see her, she's just lying down, staring up. Go right ahead. What do you do? Just... Are you awake? <laughs> do I, I? Yeah, you see, Scarlet comes back into your field of vision. Yeah, I'm awake. Yeah, what are you doing on the floor? It's just really nice down here. Get up. We are <laughs> on our way out of this place and you've just decided to take a nap. Well, I saw my wife. Oh, really? <laughs> I'd like you two to make wisdom saving throws, please. Yeah, Um. Uh, Nine. Sorry, I was looking for the doggy. Oh, just eighteen. Just. Okay. Give me two seconds. 
Do you get up or are you staying lying? Oh, down? yeah, no, I'll get up. Oh, sorry, there's no save required. It's simply 20-foot radius. Okay, <laughs> you both here in your head. Well, firstly, as you as you come back over, you walk back over towards towards Rowan, you notice that the air is, is kind of filled with this, like, you know when you see sunlight shaft through dust, you can see that? See these larger spores everywhere. And in your heads... You both hear Do you come in peace in your heads? Telepathically. Yeah. You answer yes? Yes. That depends who's asking. Oh, he's gonna pick a fight with everyone. <laughs> Do not bring sunlight or radiance here the dark grove uh are you being metaphorical are you answering out loud or in your head in my head i guess from out from behind one of the trunks steps this weird quasi-humanoid type figure that looks like a mushroom man right? it looks like the one that you saw back up on the surface oh it's an aeroplane I thought that was the music you know the <laughs> I was like that's weird right? okay. um, this huge thing big stalk like legs with with um, like you know in The Last of Us you know the ones that grow really big ribs yeah. of mushroom it's like that it's got large big sort of plates of mushroom coming off of it and it comes out where a mouth should be is just a kind of a like a plate of mushroom that has holes in it and as it stands there just breathing these kind of small black spores float out and all around you the sense you have as you are in this creature's presence is of a strange kind of rapport for it as it comes out. Hey there. Mm. It nods at you. All right. Hello. Why are you here? Are you here in your heads. Just passing through. I mean, you accidentally got here, so it's not like we're intentionally. Stepping on the toes. There are no accidents. Most everybody. <laughs> well, um, uh, earlier on, this mushroom said to me like, uh, Silophia. Sil Do you know what that is? Make a persuasion check. You are not that much unlike us. 
Yeah, in fact, I've actually met some people like you. You have uh, a quest in your heart. Yes, I do. Only... Speak it. I'm trying to return to my home plane, the Feywild. I'm trying to... I need to get back to my wife because she's ill. What is the word you said a moment ago? Sylvia. Sylvia. You must meet with the Sovereign. Who is the Sovereign? Sovereign of what? Come with me. Oh, all right. Are these? Are they okay to come with all me? All of you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> starts to turn and walk a different direction through this grove. Okay. Do you follow? Yeah. You all yeah. heard all of that telepathically. Yeah. All right. As this large, um, roughly seven foot tall, walking mushroom guides effortlessly through the grove, and you follow after. Hopefully in pursuit of some answers that you need to get home and to help your wife. That's where we're going to leave it today. Nice one.